Hey guys, welcome back to Beer Buddies. Hang out with Jordan again. We got an interesting topic for you tonight as we drink through some beers. What are we talking about tonight? So I think it would be kind of cool to talk about. Um, we've we've gone into we've in previous episodes we've talked about the different beer adventures we've taken. I think it'd be cool to talk about how we plan those and help people understand how to plan and maybe break them down into tiers because I think we're a little bit more obsessive. Oh yeah, a little bit. Than people might be, but then talk about well, we'll you know start at the other levels and then talk about mm-hmm. what the more casual beer drinker might want to experience or how the, what they should look for in their experience. Um, so this this topic, we've had this topic idea for a while, but what really pushed us, I guess, to make this happen was for the last episode. I think it would be the last episode. If I do the order right, if I don't screw up the, the posting of the podcast, should be the fieldwork spotlight. Yes. And we were walking, because Urban Roots is closed, we were walking from Urban Roots to fieldwork, and you were talking about going down to Sacramento, downtown, like midtown area. And hopping around and tasting the different beers. And because uh, maybe it's me or maybe it's both of us don't know how to like not work, I started thinking about, oh, what if we wrote this thing on my website? Because we, we, we do the beer trips once a year. Where we do like a camera thing and try beer and go for a region. There's a certain style that's all planned out. You know, like that would be cool just to have a day where we walk around and drink beer. But we started talking about the other articles that we've done. Like San Diego, Part of we touched on this a little bit, where if you have to go to one place – and you have a family, or if you want to go, you only have time to stop at one brewery, but you really like beer, where do you go? Or, like, if you're going to go through these, which ones do you skip? Which ones do you want to try or add to the list if you had more time, if you want to do a whole day of beer? So is that kind of what you're getting at when you're saying, like, the different levels or different kinds of Well, even, like, I think there's sort of even, like, a middle ground between that. Like, you and I, we fly to a spot for a day, and we go drink beer all over the city for a day and most people think oh man that sounds like so much fun and then you and I make jokes that (laughs) there isn't a single person we could probably take on these trips with us because halfway through the day you and I feel like we're about to die oh dude Portland was rough we had to stop and get like the medium sized Red Bulls and like pound them and then I started to pick up a little bit and feel better oh man but that was a long that was all sours man and we're 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 working. Like, even though we're drinking beer and we're talking about art and an article and we know beer so well that we're not, like, working super hard. But even, like, you'd be surprised how hard it is to drink through a flight within 30 to 45 minutes, walk down the street to the mm-hmm. next one, Well, yeah, so drink, talking, drink through another flight or two in the next 30 to 45 minutes, and we're just, like, not just tossing them back. But you're, you're sitting there, you're sipping them slowly so you can break it down uh, for, like, you know, your, your first taste, your aftertaste, the body, the hot profile, uh, you're for every single beer on every single flight for a whole day. So yeah. it's not just drinking beer for a whole day. We're, we're like, Trying intensely analyzing 80 to 100 beers in a day, Yeah, doing oh. anywhere from three to five ounce pours of those beers. Mm-hmm. It turns into a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a couple ways. So then the next... The, you're sort of that's sort of like what I'll say like the bottom tier when I where if we're building a pyramid that mm-hmm. is sort of defined as like the wider portion of the pyramid is the amount of beer you're going to drink 
Okay, that makes sense. The, um, the, the depth or like the breadth the, of the... the... Yeah, the upper tier would be, hey, I'm in San Diego with my family. We're sightseeing. We're going to the zoo. We're going to Balboa Park. A couple museums we're going to hit up. And then we're going to stop and we're going to grab dinner. Is there a cool mm-hmm. spot that also has beer too? Yeah. Which is a very different conversation than which city are you going to to drink yeah. beer and how yes. do you plan a route? Where and then even maybe there's something <laughs> the complete opposite where we're drinking as much beer as we can with as minimal food input as we can yeah. for a whole day while hitting the entire city. Right, like, and then oh, the middle man. there's two different middle scenarios where maybe you're gonna hit a couple different breweries in a day or over a weekend. You'll hit two or three. What should you look for? Or maybe you don't want to be like us and do it all in one day and be super crazy. Maybe you really want it like. I know a lot of people who think going to a brewery means you have two to three hours to kill, and you go drink a pint of something, and then a pint of something else, mm-hmm. and you're hanging out for two or three hours, you might have three or four pints, you go to the next place, you're hanging out for two or three hours, you might have three or four oh, pints, man. and then maybe, so maybe you're only hitting up two or three breweries, or maybe you're going for a couple of days and hitting different parts of a city, like there's lots of different ways you can yeah. break it down, um, because I'm well aware that most people don't want to do what we did. Like, the idea of it sounds no, fun. They don't know. Most the, people would, would die. Yeah, most people, <laughs> like, by the end of the third brewery, would, would be like... We'd be dragging them down the street. Yeah, be like, come on, let's go. we got another mile and a half to walk. Yeah. And like, why are, why don't we just Uber? It's like, because we have a lot of beer to buy. And then, like... And a lot of money for Ubers. Like, we're just going to go. But here's here's the thing. I think the, the other part you're saying is, like, you want to go to a brewery and just hang out at one place and kill... A couple hours. Are you looking for a place like Ballast Point when we went down by Miramar that had how like forty something different beers on tap that they made that yeah. whole huge giant list? You know, are you going yeah. to one spot? Is this that arguably would almost be like a tap room takeover? You know, like with that many beers on tap, There's, that's kind of uncommon. But that's is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We do breweries because we like it at the source, but there's a lot of places, especially here in Sacramento. Uh, I haven't seen them as much. Well, Portland had a bunch, but. Um, Tap rooms where there's a huge variety, and you can sit in one spot for a while and hang out. So we're gonna we're gonna ignore the tap room part. Yeah. Um, because I think th- that really simplifies a lot of the answers. Yeah. Um, but here, let's pour this beer real quick. Um, let's get into drinking the good stuff while we're talking, because if we don't, we'll talk for two hours and we won't have any beer. All right, Miles, I will try to remember to tell you about this. Uh, but I'm I also apologize if this is the first time you're hearing about this. Uh, it's another fun house from Sudwork Brewing in Davis. Uh, fun house series is they're kind of sour, they're kind of interesting. Um, well, the first one that we had to give you an example was like strawberry basil, I believe it's like strawberry basil sour. So it's, these are like kind of. I haven't off the had wall. any of them. Yeah, this is the fourth one I think I've seen. Uh, this one is a sour beer brewed with pink guava and passion fruit, 4.5 percent. Uh, you know, so it's it's right there. It's 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 a beer, you know, so we'll see how it goes. The the ones these are kind of like a more interesting hit and miss than the Mind Shaker series. If that makes sense. Yeah. I would say uh, that it takes a similar amount of curiosity. Which is one of the most overrated, overpriced beer series in the area. As but there have been like a couple glory. good ones. Yes. A couple. They're not twenty two dollars a four pack good though. No, but this is kind of in that if people like Mind Shaker, they're probably going to be interested in these. Okay. Um, just well, we had a tangerine one that just was like it's like a tangerine mango or tangerine passion fruit. It was like sticking your nose in like a tangerine. It was insane. Like it was so sour smelling, but 
Um, smell this one real quick. You know, like some of these tropical fruit sours are just really tart. I mean, it's passion fruit tart, guava. And then, like, I really smell the guava. It's pink guava, too. Oh, oh. really smell the guava. I mean, passion fruit's definitely in the, the aroma, too, but... Yeah, I've never had pink guava, but it's, yeah, it's definitely your standard guava flavor. Yeah. All right, cheers. I'm All doing right. better this time. The drink works bad luck. This one's one of the better ones. Pass me the can. It's just sour beer. Yep. The sour ale. It's just a standard. It's not kettled, I don't believe. With such a low ABV. Well, it's 4.5. It's, a, you know, it's about average. It makes me Ish. wonder. Yeah, but this is more of the ABV you'd see for like a brother and a wees. True. This would be on the high end for a brother and a wees. Made to high. I mean, I just think, I don't know. I think Berlin and Wieses are usually... I think uh, like 3 to 5 or something like that. I don't know. But I, I've just noticed that normally if it's a, if it's a sour, that's... Mm. Let me put quotes around that for because <laughs> the audience can't. Yeah, Jordan's using quotation marks. Uh, He's being either sour, sarcastic or ironic. Quotes. Um, and it's low in ABV. Usually it's billed as a Berlin and Wies. I, I, I think... Um, I don't know. Or maybe they just made... Yeah, they said it's, it's not a sour ale, it's not a sour lager, it's not a Berlin Weiss, it's just a sour beer. So this is meant for your more mid-range, somewhat aficionado crowd that knows what sours are, maybe like sours. Doesn't really care that much, to, since they didn't say sour mm-hmm. ale, you know, which is, it's an ale. Which Davis but has, um... They the, got some stuff going they on. They have Dunlow, they have Three Mile, and mm-hmm. they have Sudwork Brewing, I'm sure... Yeah. That's just off the top of my head. I'm sure if I did a Google search, they'd have a couple more. They have, like, an interesting little brewery scene popping up. Yeah. Uh, and they have some good stuff. That Three Mile Highlight had some really good beer. Yes. What we did for Picnic Day. It was mm-hmm. great. So That IPA that we had from them, I specifically remember actually really liking. It was really from good. From that episode. Um, but everything from that, that – because they got an 85 from me from that during that brewery spotlight. So. Yeah. So check this out. <clears throat> This isn't a Mraz, because Mraz is kind of like the sour king around here. They just make sours all the time, all the time, all the time. I think Track 7 makes better sours, but they don't make them very frequently. Which is funny, because they didn't come up when we were rating the best sour makers. In Mraz? Year. Yeah, when we they did do, that. They do a lot of Americans and barrel-aged sours, and that's just too much sour for me, personally. So I don't drink them too often, but they come out with some really crazy shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, as far as like volume of sours, they come out with the most sours, mm-hmm. I think, out of anyone in the greater Sacramento area. And from my experience, the quality they put out, this is just about or just under the quality of a Mraz beer. So if you're a fan of Mraz, uh, check out these Funhouse series. They're, they are kind of hit and miss. Um, and you see why I'm comparing it kind of to the, to the Mount Shaker series, where it's a little gimmicky, it's a little cool, just enough creativity where you're interested to try the newest one, even though they are, some are good. It's the worst, not. man. Like, just yeah. enough to, like, take my money and then not enough to wow me. Mm-hmm. You're like gambling, you know? It's like um, you might as well not even put a label on the can. You know, it doesn't doesn't change your mind any. Yeah. I like so. Avenger movies. Like I have to go see the next one at this point, and they're usually Ooh. they're usually good, but sometimes they're not. Yep. I noticed you didn't refer to the Star Wars series. Oh. Yeah. That's a better comparison. Yeah. No spoilers, but seven, eight, and nine are. B minus movies at best. Yeah. 
in my opinion. Yeah, I think we might have talked about this on one of the podcasts recently. I can't remember. Or we just hung out and talked about it. We talk about movies all the time, too. It's true. Um, all right, so Excuse let's... Me. If you're planning a trip... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Back start to... with... <laughs> let's get into... Let's just start with what you and I do. Oh, yeah, so our process for our one-day So how, how have we picked cities? This is kind of a tricky question because I'm not sure we actually really know. But I well, think we it's do important we have, to talk about. We just look for... Uh, you know, we look in a, in a radius of, uh, you know, maybe an hour to two hour flight time. Two hour would be a stretch, I think, a little bit long, but, uh, you know, somewhere that we can fly to in a matter of an hour or two from Sacramento that would give us, you know, about eight hours, maybe nine hours on the Do you the think grounds. an hour or two is our radius? Yeah. If we want to do, that's four hours. If we do a two hour flight, it's four hours of flying and eight or nine hours on the ground. That's a long so day. So I'm not even sure that, well, yes, but I'm yeah. not even sure I think about it like, I mean... This is my pro. So sure. So we're not, Keep we're not talking about because we've talked about going to different cities, but like say we ha- we went back to Miami and tried all their wheat beers there. We'd have to spend a whole day flying there, one whole day drinking the beer, and then a whole day flying back, which has discouraged us from doing the longer or farther trips. We like could that. do it. We could do it in without a hotel. We could do Miami. Yeah. We could do a red eye there. Yep. If drink they, beer all day, and then yeah. a red eye back. We'd have to find them out of Sacramento. They're, they're not as common as they used to be. It's true. So that's that's what but I'm saying. Flying in Miami is really expensive. That's yes. the other thing that drives the bus. I think what we look for uh, are the – mostly we started – we've been doing the West Coast cities. Um, I, I honestly – that's what I'm – when I look for the cities that we go to, one of the things I do consider is the travel time mm-hmm. because I like sleep. I don't like getting up at 6 in the morning. Like we were – I forget what time we had to get up when we went to Portland, but – which was yeah. only so we could hit Widmer at ten. Yeah. And then they don't do dis. Or they don't have. They, they, do they weren't even. They don't do a tap room anymore. Yeah. Screw you, Widmer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's no. And they were kind of rude about it, so I have no problem. No, they're but not nice. This is why it's tricky. It's like we're looking for places that aren't, you know, halfway around the world. Uh, we're looking for places like like Portland or Seattle is our next one we're talking about going on. We went down to San Diego. Uh, we did a San Francisco day without kind of realizing it was our first article. Uh, places that really do have uh, not just a lot of beer, but like their own kind of beer, or like their own kind of style or like similarity uh, to a lot of the stuff that they make. Uh, like for instance, we're talking about doing Seattle. We're looking for the really grungy, bitter, gritty IPAs. You know, the really sure. And some stuff. of it's just like, like us coming up with ways for you to make it a tax write-off. You know what I mean? Like well, similar, but I mean, that's what else are we going to go to Seattle for? Because that's the, those are the beers they're known for. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's one of the whole points. But uh, you're talking about the price. Uh, I think a big driving factor is the one day sales that Southwest has. <laughs> we can get a ticket to somewhere true. for a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a, that makes a huge difference. I mean, it just sort of started with. I mean, so the premise of these trips for us is you fly in. You really like, especially like San Diego. We like got out of the Uber. We were on the beach for 20 minutes just taking pictures, mm-hmm. waiting for Belgian Beaver to open because we got there a little after 10.30, Belgian Beaver opened at 11. Yeah. We were on the beach for maybe, I mean, by the time we walked, we were there for like 15 minutes, walked back over to Belgian Beaver, mm-hmm. and like we were just in it. Like we get up, we get off the plane, we're on the ground, mm-hmm. and we're in it to win it all day, yeah. and then we fly back. So the mm-hmm. goal is sort of like... Like the amazing race for beer, kind of. Like we set an objective. We want to hit these breweries at these times with this itinerary. 
But yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. We picked the city first of all, based on like when we look at the breweries, you know, like there's some that we exclude. From cool the list. beer scene, yeah. and right now because we live on the West Coast and we're spoiled is what it comes mm-hmm. down to. We can fly a short distance mm-hmm. for a relatively cheap amount of money to a really cool pocket. To a really cool pocket, mm-hmm. and we could really just rotate through. Uh, the West Coast cities, like if we did like, even if we just did like Anaheim, San Diego, San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle, and just did a five-year rotation, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to go anywhere else. You know, like the beer yeah. scene changes so rapidly. Yeah. That, well, and there's so many breweries and these huge pockets that we haven't been to that mm-hmm. we could do San Diego trips for the next four or five years and still yeah. not have been to all of the breweries that were there just the first time we went, not even talking well, about like the older breweries. That's, that's kind of the crazy part. Like we did San Francisco. Our approach to San Francisco was different. We went to tap houses because San Francisco at the time had 120 uh, breweries in the city. There's no way that you'd be able to try all of them. It takes sure. several trips. The Sacramento has over 80 now. Yeah. We have, yeah, we yeah. haven't even been all, all the breweries yeah, in the like, Sacramento area. There's so many. But uh, also, I think when we did our San Francisco trip, we were just looking for cool spots that had a bunch of different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And then we got really obsessed with this idea of going right to the source. Yeah. Because if we went to Tap Houses in Portland, we could have tried, you know, 80-something different breweries. Yeah. You know, easy. In a few hours. In a few hours. Yeah. But we didn't want to do that because, I mean, I'll be honest, like, as much as I love places like Final Gravity, like... There's something like when I when Rubicon was still around, I did a tour with them, and I was talking to the head brewer. I was like, "Why? Like, why do breweries matter?" Because I just started going, and I do think they're cool. But we're talking about you're talking about this expanding market in Sacramento because mm-hmm. it's like four, three or four years ago. It's like, yeah. why does it matter? And he was like, "Well, when I brew a beer, and then we keg it, just even leaving it in the restaurant." I might have taken just 2 or 3% off of the quality of the beer, which is why they set up their system to where the fermentation tanks literally went into the wines. Like, they didn't even keg their beer. It just sat in the big tanks, and when they were out of the tanks, they'd brew the next batch. Um, but if we, we keg it, we lose 2%, and then we ship it, we probably lose 2 or 3%. And then if the bartender doesn't pour it well, we lose another 2 or 3%. So now my beer is pushing, assuming everything goes according to plan, the best that beer is going to be is 92% as good as it was. So mm-hmm. realistically, things are going to go wrong. I'm going to lose 10 to 15% of my beer quality. So mm-hmm. beer is just going to be that much better at the source, which is why, you well, know, like, yeah, so- I don't, I, I always prefer to go to, like, tap houses are great. Like, I don't, I'm not a, that big of a prude where I hate tap houses, but... If we could go to Final Gravity, or if we can go to New Glory, I'd rather go to New Glory every well, time. Yeah, so this, this, what you just said, your story, is exactly why I like going to breweries myself. Uh, it started at New Glory. Uh, it's been like track seven. Especially when we went to Kilowatt. That you just told the story that you were able to sit down and ask a question to the guy that made the beer. And he answered it for you right there. Because he made the beer he knows. Yep. We're at Kilowatt. We asked him about uh, kettle sours. He makes the beer. He knows what they are. Told us the process. You know, 
told us about the beers. He paired some stuff for us. He, he did beer combos. Same thing with New Glory. They they sample all the, all the employees try all the beer. They they can see the process. The brewers come in sometimes and hang out at the bar top with you. Yeah. You know, like I've talked to them a few times and they know what they're doing. And you can ask them questions and they're right there. Versus there's been a few times where you and I go to a tap house or a restaurant and it's more service oriented than it is being informative because yeah, most places or most people at those places are the less they're less enthusiastic. Not to say that they're not enthusiastic, you know, tap rooms are for excuse me, for beer people, but if you're going to the brewery you're definitely more into it than if you go to a tap house and order lunch. Yeah. It's a different mindset. So the San Francisco trip is a little bit more of, I mean, I I say it's sort of the pilot episode in my my beer enthusiast journey as far as like writing these articles and Mm -hmm. being sort of like a beer critic, I guess. Um, And to clarify, we do come up with uh, the way it works. We find the place, the beer type of beer, and then him and I try to game plan a way that we can... Do something camera related with it to or, you know justify us. Sure. So that's we do definitely focus more on what we're doing first, the beer first, and then yeah. try to bend it. A little uh, bit. I mean, San Diego was just easy because you had oh, been man. asked a lot of questions about like a traveling photographer, so just taking one lens and making it all happen with one lens and what lens you pick and why. Mm-hmm. Um, but even okay, so that's. Okay, so ge- geographically, we've established why we're we, we're sort of picking mm-hmm. what we're picking, which like Miami is sort of tricky. Getting to like Madison, Wisconsin, which has a yeah a, a dope scene, Go would be Maine. would be tricky, and would be more yeah. of a weekend thing. It'd be like mm-hmm. a fr- travel on Friday evening, drink yeah. beer on Saturday, travel well, out Sunday morning. Even something you and I were talking about, and I think you started planning it, is to go see the. Uh, other Sierra Nevada brewery on the East Coast. Yeah. You know, something like that would still be a two-day trip or three-day trip. Yeah. So that's what, it's kind of limiting. We, we like to be one and done, if possible, with these trips. This for our, for our right point. Now, we we used the the premise that, um, or the idea at least, sort of that, one, it's convenient because there, there's all these huge pockets on the West Coast. Now... Now, my next question, sort of leading the witness, would be, mm. of all of these huge pockets, how do we decide which pockets we're hitting next? Uh, just because you and I both like variety. I like to change things up. Like, we did a whole city of sours. Uh, we did San Diego, which was mostly, I think, IPAs, just because... That's how do we decide to do San Diego, by the way? Well, I remember having the idea, being like, hey, man, we should do this. And you're like, yeah, that'd be dope. I don't remember why we... I mean, well... Out of all the beers that we drank, or we were drinking that, it was last summer, um, a lot of them were from San Diego. We got a lot That's of true. Belgian beaver that we liked. There's a lot of modern times that we liked. Oh, I um, and I loved Ballast Point at that Ballast time, Ballast too. Point was fantastic. Uh, you know, like we... And yeah. I think, so now that I'm like, sort of, we're talking about it out loud. Pizza Port. Um, yeah. We had, yeah, that's another one. Um, before, the year before we went on that trip, I was in San Diego for... Um, I'm to hang out with family that was down there, but I met with people at UC San Diego to see if I could go to school down there. Oh, that's right. And then, um, we, uh, hit a, hit a couple breweries along the way and, um, they were all pretty dope. And I was like, Hey man, you got to go down. I was like, you know what we should do is <laughs> just like hit up all these spots 
And uh, we had a very different route. And then my sister said, hey, go down to Ocean Beach. There's four or five breweries that are right there. Fantastic idea, Sarah. That was a great yes. suggestion. Thank you. We love my <laughs> sister. She's amazing. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, so we, we plan. We pair with a photography topic. We pick a city. We try to keep it close because there's plenty of cities we can go check out. Now, my plan long term, because Chris and I do this every year, is within maybe 10 years to be like, hey, we're flying to Denver now. Like, let's yeah. just, just going to work our way closer and closer to the East Coast until he and I die. We're probably going to be old mm. men with our wives being like, oh, where they go again? And they're going to... Well, we'll have space travel by then. We can get anywhere in the world in like two hours. Yeah. So, so I mean, we can go to <laughs> Ireland and drink Guinness on tap right there. You know, like that's... It would be the sky's the limit. Yeah. Definitely. So... But here's the thing, though, is that you're talking about Denver. What's Denver known for? Mm -hmm. You know, let's They got of... a handful of breweries. I've already looked. They got a handful of breweries. So is Albuquerque. Yeah. They got breweries. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know. Yeah. they have. They, Maybe we should go find out. Maybe yeah. we don't know what we're going to write about until we get there now. Maybe. Maybe. But that's something to consider, too, is um, are you going for uh, exploration purposes or are you going there because you've had some from a brewery in that, that spot and you want to find out more about them? Maybe you're like a bunch of people you like, sure. kind of like San Diego. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, for us, I think definitely, I mean, I don't think people who, I think people who end up at breweries are like, hey, I have family in New Mexico. I was in Albuquerque for the weekend. Mm -hmm. We hit up this place called Such and Such Brewery. It's cool. It's nice to hang out with everyone. You know, like, that's kind of what the stories are, so. Well, that's how it started with uh, some of my earlier brew trips was by a uh, family that lives in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. And so my dad and my relative, my uncle, he's my uncle and my cousin and I would go out for lunch, get a beer. You know, a lot of the breweries have good restaurants too. So that is something that is more and more common, uh, beer and... Finish that. Uh, oh, see, I, I was going quick here. I'm trying to slow down. I, uh, I'm i a bit dry tonight. I'm wow. thirsty. So I'm trying not to... Uh, normally I babysit a lot, guys. If you hadn't noticed, I get called out for babysitting my beers a lot. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working through my I have my drinking problem, uh, drinking too slowly, you know. Yeah, you have been drinking quick tonight. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's what I'm said, man. I'm a little dried out. Been throwing it down tonight, Miles. Normally we're waiting on him. He's waiting on me. All right, it's all good. So it's from Moonraker, number two. Number two, Moonraker, the Crushable series, which have all been good. This is the Strata Crush Northeast Hazy. And fuck you, Moonraker. Put all your shit on the can, please. Damn it. My impression is that the Crush series is a single hop. Smash. So let's Google that really quick and verify it. Ye old good Google Ooh. here. Now, there's one episode where I said we haven't had Strata hops a lot, and mm. we've had like four Strata beers since I said that. Alright, puff, puff, pass. Oh... Alright. What kind of beer does it say it is on the can? Uh Northeast Pale Ale. Oh it is a pale ale. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so crushable. <laughs> like, oh man, these are really smooth IPAs. Well they're not IPAs. Dank. Uh, I'm trying to look it up, but we have all these stupid Oh. Uh, 
I don't care how you feel about the beer. I want to know what is in it. 6%. I mean, I appreciate beer menus and, and Tap Hunter, uh, but you're not helping tonight, just so you know. Um, let's see. Micker Brewing. I don't want to see that. Reddit. Oh, man. Alright, I have no idea what's in this beer. This is, there's nothing from... I don't think... I'm on the second page of the uh, look-up here for uh, Moonraker's beer list, and I haven't gotten to the Moonraker website yet. Well, there, it's, cool. I think it's a single hop. Yeah, we're going to give up. Single hop, strata, unfiltered pale, you know. It tastes like it. It certainly tastes like... I don't think it's a smash. You don't think it's a single malt? I don't think it's a single malt. But might I could be, be wrong. That might not, we have no idea. Thanks, Moonraker. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. This is why we need to go to contacts. It's like, oh, bro, rule number two. You push shit on the can. Yeah, we're not sheeple. Well, some of us are. There's a lot of people I know that are beer sheeple. Hashtag Miles. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, love you, Miles. Um, talking to someone last night, um, who has a coworker, and this is one of my fa favorite topics between you and I. I talk about sheeple. His coworker. Miles is not a sheeple. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Okay. We're not talking about you. Yeah, Miles, no. you're you're a you're not gay, you. bro. You're not a sheeple. <laughs> but. This guy was saying his uh, co-worker has, like, this thing with Plan of the Elder. It's one of the dudes that says it's, it's like the greatest beer ever made. Of course he does. trying to find it. Go. And every time mm -hmm. he finds it, he buys a whole bunch of it. And It's like rule number three. I don't know. I'm going to come up with, a, like, a rules list of, like, things we live by and, like, have them in front of us every time we do a podcast mm -hmm. now. Plan what? Like, do you just not drink anything else? Like, you just don't fucking understand. Well, here's my comparison. I told him, I was like, you know, bro, I got this really badass 85 Honda Civic, bro. It's so cool. Like, yeah, it, it was, I guess, it, you know. But have you seen the new Civics? <laughs> you know, have you seen the new shit that's out there? Yes. Dude, my 85 is such a badass import. I'm like, ah. Okay, in 85 it was. That's it's true. Right. It's all right. Old I respect school. it for what it was. I love it for what it what it's done for the beer community. Definitely. Uh, and it's still overrated. Like I, <laughs> all, all of it can be this. It doesn't have to be one or the other. All of it can be the same. Like or all all of it can be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that just cracks me up. All right, so when we when we plan, <laughs> I'm getting back on topic. Um. So, so, so should we assume at this point, say we picked a city? We picked a city. That's where we're at. We picked a city. We now. picked a we city. We got to plan a route, right? Yeah. So now Chris will tell you that. At, so for the San Francisco trip, Chris planned that um, the the inception of the beer adventures really was Chris's idea. Um, he had a blog. He wanted to do some cool stuff with beer and photography and. 
he and I both needed an outlet. He knew it. I didn't, and he's a good friend and convinced me that we needed to do something to decompress. Cause Almost we... like this podcast. Ugh, yeah, you win, you win. Um, but, and Miles, you heard it. I said it. I, was, I wasn't even wrong because I didn't even know that we were having an argument, but Chris, Chris had great ideas that I wasn't on board with at first, whatever. You're so sweet, Jordan. Yeah, whatever. And... I still want flowers. No. Nope. <laughs> and <laughs> damn it. All right. So Chris planned the San Francisco trip, but he, right now the way we sort of do things is Chris is more of the photography portion of the articles, and I handle more of the beer portion as far as planning, as far as looking at the breweries, figuring out what's going to work for logistics purposes um, and where we where we want to go plus where we can go who's open during what times plus considering like airport location yeah and the amount of time we can book it so before we even book flights mm -hmm. before there's even a sale i'm tracking like flight patterns and figuring out what is sort of the normal time we could go because depending on the sale, well, I mean, we sort of book it. We don't really know what day of the week we're going to land on. It might be a Tuesday. It might be a Saturday. We're just yeah. sort of figuring it out as we go. But um, so I was sort of flying blinds for the San Diego trip and just kind of was sort of made a brewery wish list and sort of figuring out, like, no matter what we were going to do, or no matter what happened, here were the five or six breweries we were going to hit. And my sister was like, well, actually, in Ocean Beach, there's all these breweries right down the street. Mm -hmm. And turns out, Pizza Port was there. Belching Beaver was oh, there. Yeah. We stumbled into which, which, to back up, Pizza Port and Belching Beaver were breweries we both knew about, that we both yeah. liked. I was actually really excited for Belching Beaver, and only we had like one or two beers from Pizza, po Pizza Port at the time. Excuse me. So I wasn't very... Keen on Pizza Port, I ended up. I don't know about you, but I ended up completely doing a 180 on that opinion, where I was kind of underwhelmed by Belgian Beaver and totally blown away by Pizza Port. So yes, I went in. Yeah. I mean, and we we stacked our route. So we skipped uh, we skipped Ocean Beach Brewing, which in hindsight turned out to be a bad mm -hmm. idea because They're two months delicious. later they won Best Brewery in San Diego. And. So, bummer. When we redo our San Diego trip, we are going to Ocean Beach Brewing. They're great. Um, Definitely. But, but we sort of planned the route in a sense where we'd start at Pizza Port and we'd end at Belching Beaver. Because, one, geographically it sort of works out best that way. But also, those were the two breweries in Ocean Beach that we'd actually heard of. And those were the ones we were going to go to. Um... So we went to Pizza Port also because Pizza Port had food. They just sort of were the winner to start our day mm -hmm. just so we could oh, yeah. eat some pizza. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be doing volume on an empty stomach. Yeah, eat some pizza, do some flights. And then we went to Kilowatt, which turned out to be fan like amazing. And I was trying not oh. to get too high on Kilowatt because we had four or five or five or six other breweries to go to. And... Well, okay. So I wasn't sure if the other brewers were going to be as good, but then Helms yeah. and Col Helms was not as good. Yeah. They were missing a good chunk of their selection. Yeah. I poked my head in um, about a year and a half later, and they had way more beers on the board. It looks like they've really stepped up their game. 
Plus, they were just having technical difficulties when we were there. Then we went to Culture. Culture was cool. And then Belching Beaver was probably a little bit better than Culture. Yeah. In the sense that... They I mean, were Culture good. was cool. Like, the people that worked there were really rad, too. And I think Belching Beaver was at least on par with Culture, but we had such high expectations for Belching Beaver. And yeah. most of what Belching Beaver had on the board was what you can get in stores. So, like, Belching Beaver, I'm pretty sure they just distro most of, if not everything, they yeah. have on the board. So that's another reason why um, we pick some of these places that we go to. Because we know, like, especially a place that's, like, from San Diego, they're not going to ship everything to Sacramento. Well, apparently Belgian Beaver does. That's one, the exception. All these other places, we maybe see one, maybe see two. And we're like, these are really good. Let's go see what else they have there. You know, they can't just yeah. do everything, right? So we like the ones we tried. We add them to the list of maybe they'll have more stuff on tap. You know, that's like a one-time deal at the brewery because a lot of these places make one batch and it's gone forever. You know. So it's partially how we yeah. pick some of this stuff. And then the, we hit we hit Ballast Point. We hit Green Flash. We hit Carl Strauss. Yeah. And then that's... That was it. See. We had dinner at Carl Pizza Strauss Port. and hit the airport. Pizza Port, Kilowatt, Helms, Culture, Belching Beaver, Ballast, Ballast Point, Point, Green Flash. Yeah, we did eight. Eight. Nine for Portland. Which is a lot. big jump. <laughs> yeah, an extra brewery in a yeah. day is a big jump. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is why, I mean, I have reservations. We're not ready for 10 yet, as much as I would love us to all, be like. All that hummus, too, man. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so for the San Diego trip, I really just started with. I knew we wanted to hit Belching Beaver. I knew we wanted to hit. Um, like Green Flash, Ballast Point, and Carl Strauss. So, so you and I had we had a lot of Belgian Beaver, but we had limited exposure to uh, Pizza Port, Carl Strauss. We had a couple of Carl Strausses here. Uh, Green Flash. I don't think we'd ever had a Green Flash very heavily before then. I had, which is why I said, hey, we should go there. Okay, so that's part of the influence of you picking those locations, right? Yes, was okay. I'd had those beers before, which is in the spirit of what we've talked about before on the podcast. If you have beer, like. We get to say this. If you have a beer from someplace and you like it, go. Yeah, go to the we place. We fly around the state <laughs> or an out-of-state to mm-hmm. go to these places. So, mm-hmm. um, No excuses. No excuses, Don't right. Be shy. Now, so for the the Portland trip, I uh, felt like an infomercial because I, I kept deciding, you know, uh, our buddy Logan gives me a hard time that I can't ever just do something just for fun. I have to get like really good at it and be able to explain to people every facet of why I do it that way. So I did this very introspective thing on a walk one night. I was like, okay, how do I get better at planning these trips? Because I felt like an infomercial in the sense like there's got to be a better way. Like I can't. Do you get frustrated planning beer drinking trips? Yeah. <laughs> Are there too many options out there for you? And there's, there's so many Uber rides, and they're so far from the airport, and, and, it's just, and maybe they're not even open that day. There's got to be a better way. So uh, I, sounds like we got to make an infomercial, Jordan. So, <laughs> if we could. <laughs> um, so oh, I started man. with, I downloaded this app called Pinbox for our Portland trip. And, um, wait, Pinbox, and then you also have... Isn't it called the Brewery Passport? So the Brewery Passport is more of what I do for impromptu beer trips. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So like, okay. um, 
Like when I would travel for like school auditions, like when I was in Baton Rouge, I ended up at a brewery that I found near my hotel. Hmm. And which Baton Rouge has three breweries in the whole thing. But before I knew that, I just pulled up the brewery passport and was like, where are the other ones? How close are they? The brewery passport would help if we needed to reroute on the fly. We're like, well, shoot, like mm-hmm. what's right near us? But Pinbox, I was just able to put a lot of locations on a map and just kind of huh. get a feel for what I was looking at. Okay. So I started with the airport, mm-hmm. and then I started with, or then I went to the breweries we wanted to go to. And I color-coded everything because I'm obsessive like that. Like, I put the airport was a green pin. The breweries that we really wanted to go to were blue pins. And then I put all of the breweries in the Portland area on a map as red pins because that's just the default color. Hmm. And then just started eliminating breweries that were too far. Like, if... We're, you know, 45 minutes away from the airport for that brewery, and you open at 3 p.m., I'm probably not going to go to you. But if you open at 11, there was a case to be made that we could go out to that part of the city and work our way back, Mm -hmm. depending on the route. But most of the breweries that you and I really wanted to go to, because we wanted to go to... We wanted to do Cascade. Cascade, and we wanted to do... I really wanted to go to Great Notion, and there were some others we were considering, like we could have gone to Ten Barrel, not Ten yeah. Barrel, um, Red Barrel, what are they called? Well, Ten Barrel's a San Diego brewery, um, we could have gone to Modern Times, we could have gone to, there were other breweries, big breweries that have multiple locations hmm. that we opted to not go to because we could have gone, we can go other places, I don't know, you and I kind of yeah. Yeah. opt away from those at times, so... But what we were looking for with uh, Portland specifically was the Portland breweries that made sours that were, like you're saying, if you did uh, a brewery that was also like, um, you know, in SoCal, and they had one on the East Coast, and they had one in Oregon. How do you know if that's the Oregon style? You know what I mean? Yes. So that's why we opt out of those. Yeah. We try to keep the small ones that are local. So... After that, a route just naturally popped up. Just because, um, and as you guys can imagine, these trips get a little bit expensive. No matter how you cut it. Like, if you're going to go drink at six or seven breweries in a day and throw down like we do Mm -hmm. and fly to a city, like, that's why we try to keep, that's why the premise is to do it in a day so we don't have to pay for a hotel, too. Yeah, no hotels, no rental cars. We try to walk as much as we can to save on Uber. Yeah, so I planned, I tried to plan a route because a lot of these breweries were things I had never heard of, and then there's so many breweries in Portland, and there's so many options that a route just sort of um, presented itself Mm -hmm. from the pins, and then I would just highlight the pins. But then before I could even... I guess backtracking a little bit before that, like, I had to check, like, hours of operation. So, like, yeah. certain breweries that were in that part of the town we were in, there were more, but they were closed, like, the day we were going. Yeah. Um, That's a bummer. Or, like, originally, one of the the second brewery, so we went to Stormbreaker. I forget the name of the second brewery we went to, but it was good. Um, um, some sort of planetary theme, right? I don't know, but I can tell you exactly what it looks like. That was the one with, like, everything was very wooden and very, like, rustic looking. 
Wasn't that Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker was the first one we went to. Second one. Stormbreaker was the second? Yeah. We walked up the hill to Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker? I thought Storm... Whatever. I had the list. I pulled it up on my phone. The first one, um, I forget what it's called, the like Orbits or something, or... I don't know. Oh, is Stormbreaker the second one? Yeah. I'm wrong. We took a picture in front of the sign, didn't we? Um... I'm pulling up your article now. <laughs> um, he's got my uh, website on speed dial. It's good. Where is... All the way down. Go to the boat. And then scroll down. Oh, I did like that Portland article a lot. It was good stuff. Because Stormbreaker might be the second, but let's see. We went to the first one because I think it opened at 11, didn't it? 10, 10 or 11? Something like that. Is the earliest one? Yeah, this is also the problem when you do a beer trip like this. Like, there are a lot of things that I don't... You know what we did? I have a great memory. There are some things I don't remember. Well, I think what we did is we got to the first brewery. It wasn't open yet. So we walked to Stormbreaker. It was like a mile and a half uphill. And then we walked back to the first one because they were open. Oh, Ecliptic was the first Ecliptic. one. There we go. I Stormbreaker sort of... was the second. That is correct. Um, we just walked to both of them twice, apparently, because we were just back and forth. Because we got there um, early. Yeah. I'm just scrolling That's the one thing, too. You never know what, what the flight was. Oh, Ex Nova was the, one of the other breweries that I really oh, wanted to Oh, Ex Nova ended up being so good. A lot good. of their IPAs make it down here. Yeah. Um... But we, our flight was early, and then the Uber was faster than we thought with traffic, so we got to the first brewery early, so we just walked around a little bit. Like Walked around, grabbed breakfast at a nice little breakfast bagel shop. Oh, and the then craft. If you guys haven't had craft bagels, I got a plain bagel with cream cheese, and that was the best bagel I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, yes, good. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was really, really great. Um, so, Stormbreaker... Wasn't on the itinerary. We were going to go to Widmer, and then mm -hmm. Ecliptic, and then Hair of the Dog. Oh, that's right. We went from Widmer to Ecliptic. And, and so when Widmer, so I convinced Chris to that's drink right. through the stuff quickly at Ecliptic, which is part of why we were so toast, as we were drink <laughs> I condensed okay. all of our brewery times from an hour to 50 minutes for the first half of the day to yep. make sure we could do what we needed to do. Because I really wanted to do one more brewery, um, and we did it in a similar amount of time, which is why we were so toast. And he's talking about an hour, or 50 minutes being drinking the beer and transit time between, like whether it was walking or not. So that was, we were there on the ground for nine and a half hours, and we got to nine breweries or something like that? Yeah. So that's including time in between each one. Yeah. Around. So, or no, it was, it was 10 hours, because one of the... The places in between took us about 25 minutes to walk. Yeah. I forget what it was. It was so it was there like were, I mean... Break set. We were going to break set. Well, it? during peak peak travel times, I wasn't sure how we were going to feel. So, like, during, uh, like, 4 to 6 p.m., I wasn't sure if we were going to Uber or if we were going to walk. So that was when the travel... That was why I condensed the travel times for the first half of the day. Yeah. Because I knew we could get around quickly. And then I also account for our pallets get burnt out and we can't go through the beers quickly. True. Um, and then that way we can sort of slow down as we get tired and there's no rush. 
Because if we were yeah. doing 50 minutes to an hour per brewery, we could do 10 to 12 breweries sometimes if we booked it right. But I think your point, though, is, is correct where you can do a lot initially. So it's good to be heavy on the front end because your palate will get burnt out. And if you can space out the later ones, then you have a little bit of time to recover as well as let some of the beer kind of yeah. full off because you do get full. Yes. So if you space out the back end a, l- a little bit more and you crunch the front end a little bit more like, tighter together, it seems to work out pretty well. Well, that's also subjective, you know. Some yeah. people can't hang. If you're trying to do a lot of beer, uh, brewers right at the beginning, if you're trying to do like three or four in like two and a half hours, a lot of people can't handle that much. and It's going to be a rough time. So you got to know yourself, I guess. And what you right, which is, you know, we'll get into like the different tiers of a trip. I'm yeah. just sort of detailing people. Well, you I get asked them pretty, so. pretty frequently like, shoot, how do you guys do that? And that's why we're doing this episode is I yeah. have a lot of people who ask how we even plan well, a trip like that. I wanted to make it a point is that you and I are doing one an hour including transit time, which is, that's you were doing at least a flight, maybe two flights. Well, and each. so when we say a yeah. flight, you know, that could mean a lot of different things because yeah. when Chris and I, like, and this is what's sort of tricky, um, the next stage of the research, this is a nice segue, is to sort of, when I had all these pens on the board, and even once I did look at the hours of operation, I still had like 14 breweries that we could have potentially gone to. And it was sort of like, okay, let's look at, like, then I go to the websites, and mm. you kind of get a feel for where you want to go, at least. Yeah. Like, looking through the websites, I can tell who is just kind of making beer and who's trying some stuff. And for me, usually I go with the, who's trying some stuff, and mm-hmm. that's where I really like to go, especially because we're going to a new city. I want to see, like, what's trendy in the Portland area Yeah, and trying all these different things. And then also... We had to plan a route around Cascade and Great Notion. Yeah. And um, I wanted to end with Great Notion because their board was a little bit more balanced because Cascade really only makes sours. And I didn't want to end on that note because at the end of the day – yes, they were fantastic. And we don't love barrel-aged sours, but he and I did two Cascade flights of barrel-aged sours. But Cascade flights were three five-ounce pours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For each one. But at uh, Ecliptic, we did uh, six, six four-ounce pours. Yeah. So it was 24 ounces of beer, and that's, you know, a flight and a half. Mm-hmm. Or three-quarters of a flight, and it's 15 ounces of beer. And you and I, you and I usually think, like, to me, four four-ounce pours is a flight. Like, if they yeah. do... <clears throat> but... Because you want to serve, uh, you know, for a flight, you want to serve them around a pint. But right? three, but then, that's the thing, is if we call three Cascade because it's th- three instead of four, it's, mm-hmm. you know, three quarters of a flight. But it's yeah. 15 ounces, 15 mm-hmm. out of 16 ounces. Yeah. You know, that's 90% of a flight. It's basically mm-hmm. a whole flight at that time. So you and I, volume-wise. Volume-wise, yeah. pretty much yeah. did two flights, but uh-huh. as far as number of samples-wise, did a flight and a half. So, yeah. depending on what beer metric you use, it's a different experience. I mean, it would be interesting this next Seattle trip to keep track of the fluid ounces of beer we have in a day. Definitely. Well, there's a there's an ideology behind uh, flights where I don't think... Have you ever seen one that's less than four ounces? 
No. It's similar to wine tasting. Where you Have need... you seen anything greater than six? Well, no, but my point is... Because usually it's a half pour. Like, so, by the time you yeah, get it's a half pour. But, but I have seen six-ounce pours. I've but, seen four yeah. six-ounce okay. pours for a flight. But I'm saying there's a there's a minimum volume for a flight, for a sample, in order to properly taste it. Similar to wine, you get um, an ounce per wine. Sure. So with beer, you can drink a little bit more beer per swig than wine. But you have your first taste, worthless. Second taste, now some of the previous whatever's in your mouth is washed off a little bit. Uh, you're kind of acclimating your mouth to what's coming. The third taste, they say, is the first accurate taste of whatever you're drinking that you can actually break down and, and chew through. So most people, you can fit half to three quarters of an ounce in your mouth, maybe an ounce at a time if you want to take a big drink. Uh, so th like a four-ounce pour, three, I mean, three to four-ounce pour is probably the smaller side, uh, but that's, you know. Four-ounce pour, you could realistically yeah. try it four or five times. Yeah, yeah. So you clean your palate off from the previous beer, and then you have a couple good tastes of it to really kind of break it down. Yeah. And that's the ideology behind those the smaller ones. But the bigger ones, it's just they're being generous. We appreciate it. It's nice. Yes. But you, you're not going to see any that are less than about three or four ounces for that reason. I'm going to pause you real quick. Oh. We're going to the next beer. This, Ooh, this is, is called Pine Bomb from Abnormal Beer Co. Have you uh, been a fan of theirs until recently? Because this is a newer... A uh, newer favorite of mine. We've Where had a they couple. From? They're from San Diego, aren't they? Yeah, we yeah. have been. Uh, they've been. They do a ton of pastry stouts. That's what they're known for. Uh, um, a ton of pastry stouts. Because I follow them on Facebook. And all right, Pine Bomb America India Pale Ale, and it's a holiday can release. And you'll hear it when I read the can description. Tis the season for candy canes, sledding, and the sweet smell of fresh cut pine trees. Well, we wanted to be a part of all that fun, so we made this beer. We chose to utilize some of the more pine forward hops we have to make a blend. Oh, I don't know if we're going to like this. That's what so, I was saying. This sounds like a West Coast if to, I ever heard of To one. make a blend that screams <laughs> timber. Also... The ABV stays in check on this one, so you can keep drinking one after another while socializing in all of your holiday gatherings. That's yes. very thoughtful. Yes, actually, it's like great, great. Right, I'm gonna pause you now. I'm in the middle of my description. Well, you're not done. Okay, I'll come back. I'm coming back. The final result is a resinous pine bomb that is supported by a medium-bodied malt backbone and finishes with a fairly clean, lingering bitterness. Share with all of your friends and family. Cheers. Here's my guess. No, you're peeing. A single IPA version without the fruit. Uh, hoptologist. Oh, there's uh, another quote here. Uh-oh. The only thing you sometimes <laughs> have control over is perspective. You don't have control over your situation, but you have a choice about how you view it. End quote. Chris Pine. Chris Pine? The actor? On a pine bomb can? That's mm -hmm. pretty great. Mm -hmm. All right, now I'm pausing. Right Wait, no, there's more in my... I'm kidding. <laughs> you can kill me when I'm still leaving. I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm still doing a podcast without you. Let's see how much time I can fill without him. This can is very carbonated, actually. Alright, 
So this is the first beer I've had from Abnormal Beer Company. I've had a couple collaboration stouts. And this one definitely looks like a West Coast, but it is a little bit cloudy, which is a little bit interesting to me. It's like a medium bodied, like a like an amber color. It looks almost like uh, apple cider to me, actually. If you were to drink like a homemade apple cider and then put this in a glass, um, because it's moderately opaque, you could probably fool someone into thinking that they were about to get apple cider. Pretty festive, actually. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I'm excited because... Um, this is a brewery that I have a lot of respect for just because from a distance it appears that they know what they're doing. Um, podcast didn't stop, by the way. Uh, we kept going. Oh, guys, uh, what did he say about me while I was gone? You uh, nothing, tell me. actually. You can listen. Chris is the uh, quote-unquote editor. If you guys uh, don't tell me what he said, that means we're not actually friends. No, well. And... <laughs> um, not George. He's talking guys. to you, Miles. Uh, no. I think it's kind of funny that low ABV is 7.2%. I think that's, <laughs> that's like mid to almost, we're almost talking a double. If it's yeah. a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I think it's funny because there are people we know who are into beer, and 7.2 is like, shoot, that's like a crazy IPA, man. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was talking about how I'm excited to try it because mm -hmm. it's abnormal beer. It's uh, Beer Co., and... From it, you can really tell, like you and I have researched enough breweries to where we can really tell when a brewery knows what they're doing. Yeah. We might not love them all the same, but we can really tell. True, yeah. From a distance when a brewery really knows what they're doing. Like, great notion to me before we even went to Portland was that brewery. And that's the best Portland brewery. In my all-time top five. Well, they talk the talk, right? And that's one of the things we're interested in. Yeah, actually, they're in my all-time top three. I was gonna say they're my maybe my top five. Great uh, notion, like I love like my top three. Well, I can tell you my top four is Kilowatt, Surly, mm -hmm. Great Notion, Track Seven. Mm -hmm. Kilowatt's the goat. Kilowatt's the goat. They are really that good. I wish they were bigger and they made more types of beer, because I mean, kilowatt. Yeah, if they were, if they, they make could, all kinds of beer. Well, yeah, but they have um, didn't have about eighteen on the board, which is it's a lot. But if they were a little bit bigger, sours, mm -hmm. blondes, IPAs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had a red ale last time I went. That stouts. Mm -hmm. I got. They got it, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just just a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. Just, just I. I guess maybe that's how much I like them. I just want them a little bit more of kilowatt. You're just being greedy. Maybe. They're better maybe. than Track 7. <clears throat> it's not close. They're better than New Glory. Yep. Not even close. I mean, it's closer. I mean, New Glory is the best brewery, even though Track 7 is my favorite. I get it. I can be diplomatic, but... But it's still not close. It's still not close. Kilowatt's the goat. Yeah. Yep. Kilowatt's our goose island. Kilowatt is to me the way Cleveland is to LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. It's my Cleveland. I love Kilowatt. <laughs> What's well, Cleveland? It's yeah, you know, Cleveland. Uh, 
Definitely smells piney. New York. This We're going to play. Uh, right? This is. Uh, we need to do a segment. I'm challenging Chris on our production value of the podcast, listeners. Uh, um, okay, you can production value or editing. You pick one. Uh, no, you get both. Trimming. You want me to trim the edges or you want me to fluff it up? What do you want me to do? Uh, I want you to fluff <laughs> me and trim me. See, you need sound effects. I just made one. Um, that's fine. We need a. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come up with a new segment. It's a game we already play. We're gonna do name name those hops. So there's four hops in this beer because they're nice. And this is why. Ready? Oh. We already thought abnormal had their shit together, and this is the first time I'm having an abnormal beer. And then they put the fucking hop varieties on the can, and it's it's themed with the mm-hmm. holidays, and they gave you a low ABV. It quotes around that. Uh-huh. Because they're being considerate. But we're going to do, name name those hops. Name that hop. I don't care. It's so. Pick, pick, pick a title. Okay. Come up with a sound bite. All right. Name those hops. And it could be like boink, 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 boink. It could be like a stupid little hoppy sound. I don't care. All right. Anyways, cheers. Cheers. Okay, so I was going to ask you if I'm naming the hops because they weren't on the can and we're just guessing. No. <laughs> they are actually... No, no, okay, no. So they're on the can. We're going to sometimes have a segment name, name, name the hop. Name that hop. Name those hops. I don't care. Pick pick a thing. Woo! Okay. Well, first one, I'm going to say Simcoe. My boy! Yeah! This is kind of an odd blend. Not odd in the sense that I want you to go... Like, these are all fairly common. Mosaic? Nope. What? I was going to say it's either, either Mosaic or Citra. That's the other one. Yep, that's one. Okay. So, Citra and Simcoe, we have two more. There is a not just citrus. There's a different fruity hop in there. There's another one. Okay, so Simcoe also has fruity characteristics. Mmm. Citrusy characteristics. No, I'm thinking like. Mm. Not citrus. Um, uh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I mean, okay, one of them kind of, the other one no. Amarillo. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if I can guess the kind of then. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you a hint. It mm. is the prominent hop in Sierra Nevada Paleo. Cascade? Yep. Oh, I'm going to say like Centennial, Denali, um, uh, no, Idaho. See, I think you're getting too like, obscure. Like Cascade's okay. like a main one. Okay. Chinook. And then the other one, I'll give you a hint. Hmm. Thin Line loves these hops. The head brewer, okay. The head brewer at Thin Line loves Columbus. This. Yes, that's the other one. Well, I I haven't had enough Columbus hops to really taste. Same Columbus, but when I t- same like, with Centennial. So you see what I mean with like Citra, Simcoe, Cascade, and Columbus. You're like that's kind of odd. Like I'm gonna say it's blend. probably like a 65, 70 percent Simcoe Citra, and then 15, 15 the other two. Like it's it's got to be like because I tasted Simcoe and then I tasted <laughs> fruit and I'm like, immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, is citrus mosaic are similar? Like, and I don't taste the other two. Mosaic is really my favorite hop, though. Would you be surprised if this had mosaic in it, though, with that type of fruit? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's almost a tropical fruit coming I, out of this. Yeah, okay. It's also not fair because I have what I call Alex Trebek syndrome. It's really easy to be the smart guy when you're at the podium with the answers. So I'm like, yeah, I, I tasted that way, but I also read the can before, and you didn't. So I'm definitely tasting a lot of citra and a lot of Simcoe. 
And that's, I mean, that's a winning pair. You can't go wrong if you're talking about a West Coast, something piney. They said this is really resiny. I don't really taste a resiny flavor to it. I think I get, there's like a... There's an aftertaste that's kind of bitter. That I think that's more of the Columbus to me. That's how I taste it. Uh-huh. And I think Cascade is lost in the blend for me. And I think that's also because, other than Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, how often do you really have Cascade hops? There's been a couple that we've had. But yeah, that's pretty rare. It's kind of like a mainstream hop. Like, if you think about it, like, Heineken was like, yeah, made with Cascade hops. And people were like, dude, it's made with Cascade hops. I was like, who gives a fuck? Like, mm-hmm. no one cares. There are a lot of hops that are just used for uh, bittering. They don't add much flavor other than that. You know? A lot of these beers, like you're saying, uh, Heineken or like... Sierra Nevada uh, Pale Ale is fantastic. I'm not hating on Sierra Oh, yeah. Well, they use clear. a shit ton of hops compared to most domestic... It's, it's Pale Ale versus, like, a regular lager. Like, Heineken's a lager. Um, and you're talking about, like... When Logan brought those, uh, the Pilsner that was uh, made with British bittering hops, it was mostly, it was I would argue, the malt-forward beer. The, the hops just kind of add a little bit of bitterness to it to make it more interesting. But you wouldn't say, ooh, there's a hop profile here and do a breakdown of the things you taste in those hops. It just makes the beer a little bit more bitter. And I think maybe Cascade is along the lines of one of those hops mm-hmm. where it adds a character to the beer, but not in the same way that, like, Nelson or uh, Amarillo, or, you know, Simcoe, or Citra. Well, you know, those really more, like, in-your-face hops. I'm really thrilled, though, that this can came up when it did, because this is sort of, like, the epitome of what we did a couple episodes ago, where, like, we picked stuff that's on, like, has the labels on the can. Mm -hmm. It's it's just after Christmas, and this is, like, a holiday drinking beer in their mind. And then, Mm. also, we're talking about, like, if you know about a brewery, try them, yeah. and then go. And we'll probably go to Abnormal Beer. And then also, this idea of, like, I just talked about, like, yeah, check out websites and, like, who's good. And, like, you yeah. can kind of tell who kind of knows well, what they're doing. That can is really rad. Yeah, so, I yeah, mean. it's really rad. I'll be honest, brewery, like, going but... to all these websites of Portland breweries, like, the first couple are like, man, these all seem good. And then mm-hmm. you start to, like, like, no, these people, they really look like they know. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of try it and kind of screw it up a little bit. Like, Coalition and Culmination Brewing, were they were all right. Like, we didn't have bad beer yeah. in Portland, but compared to what we were having, like... So we found Coalition and uh, Culture and Helms, right? Well, Co- so Coali- Coalition and Culmination are Portland. Culture and Helms thinking? are Oh, Culture and Helms. There we go. Culture, sorry. Culture and Helms. We're kind of well. Culture was good. I would. I don't regret going there. But Helms was kind of meh. But at the same time, we took a chance on those two. We took a chance on Kilowatt, and it ended up being fantastic. Yeah. So some of the smaller places you look at the website, you do. Yeah, I would say you do have to kind of take a chance here and there. The website is kind of a good inference to what's gonna. But even like so, Hair of the Dog, I didn't think was gonna be that cool for our Portland trip. Was that the place that had the champagne flutes for tasting? Yeah. Yeah, with the the lime green menus. Yeah, and it was a little Very bit odd. Interesting. It was a little bit odd, but they had the oh, they had the, some crazy beers. The beers that was like a normal one, and then aged on oak, and then aged on stone. Yeah, like kind of thing. Where it's like, shoot, like that's pretty. Three cool. different beers, three yeah. different ways, or three the beer the same, same beer. way, yeah. three different ways. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. And they had some other really interesting beers that I don't think we'd ever seen anywhere else. You know, just. Because that's what they were about. Yeah, so even, like, you never know. So I hate to be like, well, just check the website, see what they say. But 
It does give you an idea. So, as far as what we do, am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. I think you've talked about, or so we've talked about, how do we go about, what, like, why do we pick the city? How yeah, do we what, pick the breweries? Yep. Uh, how do we plan the route? I mean, and then when you get, when you're in the brewery, like, I don't want to get into how do you pick the beer, because Chris and I, were doing flights, so we're doing most of the board. We're pretty much trying oh, everything. staggered flights. That would be Staggered flights. That, that's very important. If you're, um, if you're going with a friend... Or a group or of people. you and the misses are going. Mm-hmm. I think staggered flights are cool if your objective is to try as much beer as possible. Yeah. So Chris and I draft the board like athletes. We're like, all right, you do, oh, you picked him, so I'm gonna pick him. You picked him. Oh shoot, I, man, dang mm-hmm. you! I want him on my team. All right, I'm gonna pick him. So the order too, like, and then we both try every, yeah. each other's flights. We we try to pick not just. I think when we did the field work podcast, you and I, that was the most IPAs we'd considered at one time. But when we go to a place, like, especially with the pizza port, we looked at the board. They said, all right, I'm going to get a couple IPAs. They had a, like three or four different halves that were good. You pick a half, I pick a half. You get a brown ale, I get a stout. You know, you get the red ale. We kind of spread each did it. We yeah. two flights of pizza port, two flights of four. Yeah. And we had had, if they had so much beer on the board, we had probably more than half but less than two-thirds. Of the yeah, beer. but then they, they also had cans, yeah. and they had dude, it was pizza ports ha- legit. But as an example, they had a very diverse like. Well, actually, when we went to Kittle, it was the same deal. Uh, you, we don't just pick, we don't just start it. You get one, I get number two, you get number three. We look at the t- the styles. We try to each build a flight that not only works with a uh, like a sequence of drinking that would be the best for our palates, but also covers kind of a spread. That the brewery makes. Like, if they have everything from light to dark, you're going to want to try a spread across that. You know? It's true. Um, now, let's go to the other side of things. So, you're taking a trip. you got two kids, mm. a wife. Okay? But here's the thing. I'll play devil's advocate. It's a you, big if, Jordan. You and the missus both enjoy beer. Okay. You're going to a brewery. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? What kind of brewery are you going to? Well, you're going to have to go to one that has food. Why? Well, it would be much easier to manage kids, which I don't have kids, so, I mean, open to suggestions. It's much easier to what find... they have board games? Some breweries got board games? They have board games, yeah, if your kids like board games. Uh, with my luck, my kids would be crazy. So, you'd have to know your kids, you'd have to know your family, and how they are, and what they like to do. You have to strategize. Uh, that's one of my favorite words. Chris, trademark, Chris Moretti. <laughs> uh, your day. So if your kids are better behaved in the morning or in the evening or you know, lunchtime, dinner time, whatever, uh, I would try to pick a brewery that would give my family something to help my help everyone, not just for me, but like everyone be entertained. So like when I see my wife and I drink a beer, I want the kids to not feel like they're bored. You know, something for them to do. Like, Pizza Port was a good example because Pizza Port has craft root beer. They have an arcade. They have kids' food. You know, there's a big place. There's tables. There's not really much Pizza place. Port. Yeah. That's... As that's, much as... Okay, so you, you and I have talked about, like, if you go to Surly and you went with a group of people, uh-huh. no one's having a bad time. Except for, I guess, maybe the kids. The kids yeah. might be bored. Yeah. But, like, if you went with a group of adults, even people who don't drink, like, Surly's got great food. Like, yeah. everyone can find something they like. 
Uh-huh. Pizza Port might be the perfect brewery literally for everyone to go to. Yeah. They have root beer. They have wine. They have Pizza Port beer. They have other breweries that they bring in. Oh, the Both on draft so and bottle. The pizzas are good. They have they, kids' food. They have kids' food. They have pasta. They yeah. have, like, gourmet salads. Arcade. They have an arcade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. I'd have to find a place that would have something that would keep my family uh, engaged. Okay. Right. Now... So for San Diego, mm-hmm. it's a really easy choice. Yeah. Pick one brewery for Portland where, hey, you're in town, you're seeing family, people are going out to dinner, and crazy uncle's like, hey, well, we got to find a spot that's good beer. Of the mm-hmm. spots we went to, because the rules are we got to find a brewery, not a tap house, just because that's what we're doing. Yeah. Mm. You're going to be like, duh, but I'm going to say great notion. They have food, right? Well, and that's the thing is, most of the Portland breweries we went to had food. Well, they had a lot of appetizers. I think Great Notion also. Most was of them had full menu. Full menu. I wasn't paying attention. We just well, got okay. No, mo- time, okay, but... most of them might be a little bit tricky. Half of them had like a pretty substantial menu. Okay, so if and know, considering... some of them even had a full bar. Okay, well, are we going for beer or are we going for Crazy Uncle to get hammered? You know? Well, we're going for beer, but that's the other thing is, if we're going for mm-hmm. beer, do we care? Like, why do we care about kid video games? The same way is the same thing. It's just there's more mm-hmm. things for more people. Yeah. So you were saying we want to go out for dinner as a family, but a few of us also like good beer. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was saying great notion. It's got both. It's yeah. really good. And the food was good. We had appetizers. That was delicious. So within that, too, like, Carl Strauss and Ballast Point would also be perfectly fine selections. Yeah, I would say Carl Strauss over Ballast Point if you're with family. Carl Strauss, the food was so good. And it's more of a restaurant. Restaurant. Ballast Point was... Ballast Point kind of reminds me of, like, a low-budget cheesecake factory. It was very modern. Where the beer yeah. is really the focal point. Which yeah. is cool. I thought Ballast Point's great. Oh, the fries were amazing. I think Ballast yeah. Point, the Little Italy Ballast Point has a, has a different vibe than the one we went to. Okay. We went to the okay. Miramar location. Well, that was the big fancy location. You know? Very, very large. I mean, the ceilings were, like, huge, you know? Big Both open are dope. space. Both are dope. So. Um, yeah, for Portland, um, could you make an argument that it's not, um, you know... Is there anywhere else that we went to that you would say would be a better choice? Well, Ex Novo had good barbecue stuff. Ex Novo was dope, and then so was... Ex Novo had a bar feel, though. More of a bar feel than a yeah, restaurant feel. So the place we went to after Ex Novo was... Breakside. Breakside was pretty dope, too. Brickside yeah. had like an outdoor patio that was nice. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a Denny Starbucks mix that served beer. No, no, you didn't get that vibe. I didn't get that at all. Okay. Brickside was Brickside. It was like a nice trendy restaurant, but like, but like, not trendy enough to where like like you could take a girl on a date there, but also like if you brought your kids, they're not out of place. True. Okay. Um. You see that. I mean, Breakside was dope, but probably, I mean, I'm not going to so, say that a great notion. Yeah, so what, what we're getting at here, I guess the point is... But you're not going to go to, you're not going to go to Cascade. You're not going to go to, um... Hair of the Dog. Uh, 
Uh, start with the C. Coalition. Coalition. You're not gonna go there with kids. Or culmination. Nope. Um. I don't remember. Ecliptic, I think, had food. I don't know. It was early in the day. Yeah, they had a. Their menu looked pretty killer. Which that's one thing. I think I looked them up after. Ecliptic we left. was towards the top of the heap of yeah. brewers we went to. Ecliptic was pretty dope. They were good. So was Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker was better than Ecliptic. Like those oh, first yeah. two. Um. Hair of the dog's kind of awkward. Yeah. Even though the beer's good. Like, I can't... I'm not going to hate, but... Um... Okay, now... I want you to try... This is kind of a weird thing. So it wants to go on a beer trip, and they don't consume as much beer as we do. Mm-hmm. And they don't go to as many breweries as we go to. and want to take their time. How do you go to three or four breweries and you take your time? Let's say, how do you go to three breweries in a okay. city and you take your time? Well, how do you pick? I don't know. I don't know. You're talking. I'm not talking. So. Because there's a case, I guess, to be made that like you, you pick based day? on location. You have all day. All day. Okay. And you're already in the city. We're already in the city. We're going to hit we, up a brewery. Uh, you know what I'd do? Go to like a museum, hit up another brewery. Maybe mm. this one, the second, or the first and the third we go to both have food, maybe. I don't know. Here, Check this out. Here's here's your plan of attack. Get off the airplane. It's uh, mid, mid, early, mid-morning. Okay. Uh, hail an Uber from the airport. Go get something for early lunch or late breakfast. Right? Go to get some food. On the way, ask the Uber driver. Say, hey, um, I kind of like some beer. Uh, where are some good places around here? We had that guy in Portland that told us all about all different places. They're people. They're people. They know. They live there. That would be a good place to start. Or I mean, it's I mean, kind of awkward. You can ask people in the airport if you wanted to, but the Uber or driver, you can. I mean, it depends if you yeah. want. If I've talked about how to map a trip, if you want to, like uh, yeah. But are you saying that you show up in a city and then you oh maybe I want to try some beer here today too? I got some other stuff I want to do, but let's check out some breweries. So let's you, say maybe uh, you're an enthusiast. Okay. That has done some planning. Okay. But you're also not as intense as we are. And you have two to three days in a city, let's say. Let's say you go to Portland. Do you want to see what Portland's about? Uh-huh. And you know Portland has a great beer scene. You love beer. So you're going to spend a day like, hey, we'll drink. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just going to go to one brewery a day. Maybe lunchtime yeah. is brewery time, let's say. Okay. Or something something along yeah. those lines. How do you choose which breweries you're going to go to? I'm still going to ask the Uber driver. Hmm. Still gonna ask him when I get. It's not a bad way to go. When I get off the airplane the first day, I'm gonna say, "Hey, where are the good spots around here for food? Where can I get some drinks? What can I do for fun?" When I was in Madison, Wisconsin, I well, most of the time when I was traveling for these school auditions before I ended up at OU, um, that's what I would do. I'd ask the Uber driver, "Hey, what do you guys mm-hmm. like? What's for? What do you do for fun?" When I was in Madison, Wisconsin, I said, "Hey, I have an evening to kill. What should I do for fun?" He said, well, there's a great little restaurant that has wonderful food. It's called the Old Fashioned. Mm. I said, okay. He's like, are you into beer? Like, I'm into beer. He's like, they have 150 handles, most of which, he's like, over 100 of which, at least, are local Wisconsin breweries. He's like, well, shoot. Hey, mm-hmm. sure, I'll go check those out. Yeah. Well, for you and I, we have actually a lot of fun just sitting and drinking through a flight. Where most... 
I would say some people get bored with that, but you and I can sit there and just taste beer all night and have a really good time. Have a really great time. Yeah, like the same thing as the people that would go, like I know you also like to go see shows. You know, I would put it on par with maybe we're going to go see a good show or a good movie. Or, or we're going to get a flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. Like, We're going to go to the movies or we got a flight. Like if, like if Chris and I go to a studio movie grill and we drink a couple beers at the brass tap right next to it, and then the movie's really good, like, man, we had, like, a badass time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, damn it, I lost my train of thought. So, sorry, guys, we're also watching highlights right now. That's not why I lost we, my train of thought. We just watched uh, Ohio uh, lose to Clemen, Clemson. Clemson, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Clementines to so, the <laughs> No, I was going to say, um, we enjoy drinking beer so much that even though we have a podcast, like these episodes... As much as they might have a theme and a topic that I think people would enjoy listening to on their commute or something. Shout out to Peter. Um, this is more or less what we do in our free time is go to Smart Mart, pick yeah. up a handful of cans, and we're like, shoot, let's drink through these. And we talk about them as we watch a movie or sports or, I don't know. Well, or this, this is how the podcast started. Is we, just, we would do this once a week and eat Taco Bell. And uh, we're like, well... Why don't we just record it? You. Because, you were like, why don't we? Well, you and I were both getting asked all the time, all the stuff we drink. True. Like, we sit here for two, three hours and just talk about beer all the time. Why don't we just record it and people can listen for themselves? And you and I get to do the same thing we always do. And then be like, hell yeah, if you want to know about what we're drinking this week, talk, you know, check out our podcast. There you go. Yeah. You know, if you want to learn how to taste different or different styles or regions, there you go. Check out this episode. So. Yeah. Um... But that's just from us just doing this traveling thing, and the traveling thing started sure. from us trying different stuff that we saw in the store and going to the breweries here. And so, how do you pick then? If of all the like, once you think about this, I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna go grab the next two cans. How do you pick then? If you were gonna pick three breweries from our San Diego uh -huh. trip for someone to just go and try, why did you pick those? Oh, if I have a, a, someone that I know heading to San Diego and they told me they like beer. So. And they're like, hey, I love beer, but we got other things we're going to do. Uh -huh. And we're going to be in town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. We're going to go to one brewery a day, though, so we can at least try some things. Yeah. What are we going to try? Because at least with that premise, we establish the person who's going to drink all day and only hit three or four spots. Mm -hmm. They can fill the gaps in that scenario. Or the person who can't handle a ton of beer in one sitting but likes beer and wants to try multiple spots over a weekend who has a longer trip. Okay, I see what you're saying. So instead of doing it in one day, you do it over different days. But so, what's your butt? My, my butt is... His butt is, people. My butt <laughs> is... Uh, in both of those scenarios, we're talking about people who want to hit multiple breweries and do it at a slower pace than we do. Yeah, but you're saying one, one's in one day and one's in a weekend, which is sure, different, I don't need a different to... pace, right? I'm saying those are kind of the same thing, because oh, okay. more or less in the sense that... Oh, man down. Um, They might be... Yeah, okay, yes, it's a different pace, but it's the same result to me. Okay. You're hitting three breweries, oh, but sure. if... If you're taking all day to hit three breweries, you can pretty much Uber across town and do whatever and take your time, and it's no biggie. You could, but if you're doing it in one day, I would say you're more about the beer. Uh, my argument was going to be, or my, my question was going to be, or approach, is uh, if you're doing it once a day for three days, 
do you plan to have are are you the kind that likes a beer with lunch or dinner? Are you the kind that just likes to hang out and drink a beer in the afternoon and relax? Because it's two different things. So if you're doing a beer <laughs> a brewery once a day and you say I'd say pizza port for lunch one day and get some beer and then do some stuff and go back to the hotel. Go back the next day, maybe have dinner at Carl Strauss or go to a different place and have like say go to Ballast Point and have dinner and beer. So it just depends on that's what I'm saying. Here, okay. less, you know. So that's that's a if food has to be involved. Yes. Which now yeah. now do three breweries and maybe they don't all have to have food, but they could. Now, what are your three breweries? Are we still talking about San Diego? For San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So I would say definitely hit Kilowatt on day one. And just hang out in the afternoon, drink some beer. Yeah. Go have some lunch just somewhere. Chill. Chill yeah. on the beach, maybe. Go hang out and drink some beer. <sighs> Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. You're just relaxing. You're okay, just, so kilowatts one. What's where? Where are some others? Uh, I would say also go to. Well, it depends on. I mean, Belching Beaver wasn't bad. It's just we've had a lot of their stuff. So if you haven't had a lot of their stuff, the beer's still good. Them or Culture. Uh, okay. As far as Ocean Beach is concerned. Uh, one of those two, and then I would probably go back to Kilowatt on day three. <laughs> I mean, I would say if we're just going to hit three breweries, I'd be like, hey, go grab dinner or lunch at Pizza Port. Pizza's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have a bad time. Definitely hit Kilowatt. And if you wanted to have a nice dinner together, you want to have a nice little date night, probably Carl Strauss or yeah. Ballast Point, oh, would, Ballast be, Point would, be great. would be a good date night to have. Mm-hmm. And you figure out both... Both have wonderful beer. Um, if you're going for the beer, probably Ballast Point between the two because the beer selection is so much larger. If you oh, want to have – like the food, though, at Carl Strauss is cheaper and better. And it's not close, uh, even though the food at Ballast Point is very good. Um, well, the beer is really good, too, if you pair it well. Like we paired Red Trolley with – I think I had a chicken sandwich and you had something else. And it's just if you pair, oh, we both had a, I had a chicken oh. sandwich too. They were as the best so, chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Yeah, so like if you if you go to a brewery that serves food, you can pair. You can ask the server to pair stuff with it too. Like we went to Carl Strauss. We both knew we loved Red Trolley. So we had some with dinner. Uh, did we did we do flights? We did flights at Carl Strauss, right? But we did. But I think we both got Red Trolley in our flights. Yes, because that so, trip we had some overlap because we weren't as obsessive. Oh, okay, good work. <laughs> I know you want to save it for last, but this the is the heaviest yeah, as far as the order goes. Yeah, we're going to finish with track seven. But here's here's my whole point to my side of the argument here was most of the people that I know that wouldn't want to brew hop are the kind that enjoy having a beer with food. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's and a so, really good point. And so if, if you're down to have more than – like if you want to go to a brewery and you go, oh, let's go to another one or go to the a second one or third one. Uh, they're going to be less concerned about the food. But someone who only gets beer once, ooh. All right, so we're going to pause. What did you just crack open here, Jordan? I cracked open Eldorado, an IPA, single hopped with Eldorado hops and hash. I don't know that it makes it a smash IPA. Probably isn't. It doesn't look like it. It looks. It says hash on the label, and it d- might not have. Sometimes they add oats to these just to get them cloudy. You know. I don't know, but it smells a bit more herbal than it's I expected. It's brewed by it Alvarado Street. Mm. 
And Chris and I have, like, in what, it's either, it's two episodes ago at this point, probably. Two or three episodes ago, Chris was talking about how even at Thin Line, we have been begging for an Eldorado smash. Dude, we bitch about it everywhere we go. Thin Line was the first place that actually, like, took us seriously. Uh, we really, really <laughs> wanted to try this type of beer, because Eldorado is definitely one of our favorite hops. Uh, you don't see I, it very often, either. Watermelon Dorado, I love that beer. Even though it's a controversial topic, please stop telling me that it's not good. I get it. You don't like it, don't drink it. Some um, people just aren't as cultured. And, well, some people wish it had more of an organic watermelon flavor and less of a watermelon Jolly Rancher flavor, yeah. and I disagree. It's perfect how it is. Yeah, correct. It's fantastic. It's amazing. And it's my favorite Ballast Point beer. But I, uh, yeah, we've been wanting to try this Eldorado. Because Eldorado is usually mixed with other hops. It's, we never see yeah. it on its own. It's dry hopped. It's mixed in. We uh, really like hops. the melon we get from it. Yeah. Never seen it on its own. So cheers to, uh, shout out to Smart Mart for uh, posting pictures of this on uh, Facebook. And so shout out can... to Alvarado Street for someone finally oh. fucking making this. Like, yeah, right on. Now, I've been to Alvarado Street, and the food's good, and I've talked about this a lot, and their service, the server I had, the service staff was um, amazing, too. That was the guy who <laughs> filled out my flight for me and did it in Not a very him. brilliant way. And cool. I had a wonderful time at Alvarado Street, and we haven't had a bad beer by Alvarado Street. We've had not great beers, but yeah. nothing's been um, hey, so terrible. Hey, get degrees, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. So I'm gonna stop talking because I just want to try this. Oh, it, do you smell it? it doesn't yes. smell like what I'm used to for El Dorado. I still get the melon, the melon flavor. There's melon, it's a little more herbal. Yeah, maybe piney. Let's try it. Maybe from the hash. But mm. it's fruity, and there's definitely a lot of melon. It's grassy a little bit too. Less watermelon. More like a honeydew or something. That's more of what like it's... Like a green melon. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mmm. I'm convinced Track 7 used this when they did that honeydew kettle sour. I've been convinced of this for a while. Yeah. Tastes like it. Yeah. This is like... You know, some people wouldn't say it sounds good, but this, this to me, is like drinking melon rind. It's not everything I dreamed it would be because it's different, mm. but it's just as good as I thought it would be, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. It's good. All right. So I think you brought up a good point that if someone's going to one brewery a day, they can't do, like they're probably going and they also want food because beer probably isn't the priority because they can't drink a ton mm -hmm. of beer because they don't always drink beer. I think that's fair. Yeah. Or if they wanted just to kill a couple hours like you mentioned earlier. Uh, and drink a pint or two at a brewery somewhere. You know, the afternoon thing is a real thing, too. Now, if you're just drinking all day, and you're going, but you're going at a much slower pace, mm -hmm. because maybe you're going to do two pints of the same thing. Maybe you're not yeah. just doing flights. Maybe, like... Yeah, pints you, are a different animal, man. It's a whole different game Or maybe plan. you and I, like, you and I talk about how, like, when we go to a brewery, maybe we just do a flight and a pint. Like we'll pick a, we'll do a flight of four that are really interesting to us. We won't draft the board. Like if Chris and I go out, 
On a Friday night, we find ourselves at track seven. We don't draft the board. No. We just get the four samples we want to get and call it a day. And then of those four, we usually pick a pint of the best one mm-hmm. or of our favorite that we really want to do a pint of. So maybe maybe they're doing a flight and a pint. Maybe they're doing a couple pints. You know, pick three breweries to day drink at or drink all day. You start at 11. You're going to... So one a day, but like an all-day thing? No, no, no. I mean, you're doing three breweries in one day, but you're going to hang out, and instead of doing one brewery, like a brewery per hour like we do, you're going to do a brewery every three hours. Okay. Well, where are you staying? Are you staying by the airport in San Diego? Assuming you're... Just pick one. I don't have time for all this. I can't do all the scenarios. Well, I'm just saying, there's different approaches. If you're staying, like, in downtown, if you get off the airplane and... Hotels right there. My recommendation would be start at the farm. I would start at the Bellows Point location in Miramar first. Okay. I'd go there first. Okay. That's good. Um, they had all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the places too. If you're drinking all day, by the time if you put them last, by the time you get there, your palate might be kind of burnt or might be kind of kind of worn out. Sure. So really try all the beer. They had, dude. We had. I forget. It was some sort of. Sour or something made with Chardonnay grape skins and aged in some barrel thing. Like, you're not going to be able to taste that at the end of the day. That's the kind of stuff you want to start with. You know? Start there. That was one of my favorite places we went all day. Now, start there. Do a variety. You're probably going to do your most drinking first. The first brewery. You know, maybe the second. But I'd say start there. I would run down to... From there, I'd run down to maybe... I definitely had to put kilowatt in mid afternoon, you know, and then end Carl Strauss for dinner again. Yeah, that's that's my plan. That's yeah, and it's, and that's why before you're like, well, which I mean, there's two different ways. I'm like, well, I mean, the ways end up pretty similar regardless of how you cut this. Yeah, you're not gonna want to drink a bunch of beer in Ocean Beach and then take a car ride way up to Ballast Point, drink a bunch of beer. And then take a car ride way back. That's what I'm saying. Get the long car ride done first. When your palate's fresh, drink the more complex. I think I think um, Ballast Point has some of the crazier beers that we tried that day. Some of the more experimental stuff. Yeah. You know, try those first before your palate gets worn out. And then work your way back towards the city. That's, yeah. For me, that would be the easiest, the most pleasant way to do it. <sighs> now... Do How about that? you? How about you, though? I think... What would you do? Hmm. You're going to day drink? Mm-hmm. Do you want to travel very much? Because you could just walk around Ocean Beach if you wanted to. Spend all day. Yeah. Like... I would probably start my day at Pizza Port. Oh. That was a good idea. That was a really good idea to start there. I just Man. can't get that out of my head. And then... The flying Hawaiian... Fill up on pizza. The Hawaiian IPA. Oh, and then chicken. go hang out at Kilowatt for the afternoon. Oh. And then I would do Carl Shots for dinner. I was going to say, you and I talk about Kilowatt so much. Why don't we go to Kilowatt first? Go somewhere, grab lunch really quick or a late lunch. Go back to Kilowatt again. And <laughs> then go to Carl Shots for dinner. Or you just know? DoorDash food in the kilowatt. Yeah, ask the bartender or the, the brewer what he wants. Maybe he's talking to you all day. Like, bro, know? we're going to talk about what you want. He's like, no, I'm good. No, man, <laughs> oh, what you bro, want. could I get a cheesy crunch wrap? <laughs> oh, totally, bro, thanks. 
They get like a beefy five. Yeah. Um, That's how the guy was. He was cool, but he was your stereotype San Diego surfer bro. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. No, I would. I would do it that way. I think Ballast Point's totally worth going to. It depends on how much you like beer, too, because Ballast Point had a really big selection. But if you're not super into beer, there's plenty in Ocean Beach. Well, in Pizza Port, of the three breweries, Pizza Port uh, that I mentioned between Pizza Port, Kilowatt, and Carl oh, Strauss, yeah. Pizza Port has the best selection. Or, they I'm sorry, do. the biggest selection. And probably the second best selection of the three. I think Pizza Port's a better brewery than Carl Strauss. Uh-huh. But... I, I think Carl Strauss is a perfect spot for dinner because if you still want to have a beer, the food's fantastic, so it's probably more focused on food at that point in the day. Mm-hmm. And the beer's still good, and it's, well, at least when we went, it wasn't uh, super complex, mm-hmm. so it's just more about that like easygoing experience, I think. Yeah, I was going to say the restaurant was just really nice to be at. Yeah, People it was nice. a good time. The menu Carl wasn't too crazy. Pizza Port, I think, is a great way to also have some food, but also warm your palate up, because there oh, are yeah. some complex beers on the board, but there's a lot of, like, Pizza Port, to me, is... it's You can do diversity without heavy lifting. Pizza Port, to me, is the urban roots of San Diego. Mmm. Yeah. So, urban roots has there's some complex things on the board. There's a lot of things that just go well with food, because they know they're serving barbecue, it's a little heavy. Yep. Same thing with Pizza Port. A lot of what they do is easy drinking beer because you're eating pizza too. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're dealing with. So I'm going to argue that, yeah, it's a good comparison. If Urban Roots made three times as much beer. If their board was just huge. That's how I felt the Pizza Port. It was just this ridiculous board. If I think, okay, if it was twice as big. Twice as big. Three times okay. is a little bit... Unfair. Well, it's kind of but cans it's and other similar stuff, yeah. in the sense that Urban Roots has other breweries on draft. They have they ciders do. on draft. Wines. If wines. Yep. And they have food. Yeah. Like if you put an arcade in Urban Roots, like they're it's pretty close. much pizza port. You know, like it's close. Um. In which case, I would say Urban Roots is better though than Pizza Port as far as the beer goes, the food goes. I would agree. Yeah. But uh, Pizza Port is still fantastic. Um, oh, it's so good. But now if you're going to do Portland and you had to pick three breweries, mm. which three breweries do you pick for, and as I said, the moderate beer goer? Moderate being like like Miles with a balanced palate, like Miles without just obsessing okay. over IPAs. I would show up a little bit later than we did. Okay. Do Ecliptic. Correct. And get food there. Okay. Early lunch, maybe. They had okay. some. I just wanted to try the food there so bad after looking at the menu. The, the one guy, there was a guy that brought out a burger plate to someone next to us. It was like an amazing looking hamburger and crazy fries. And they had some really killer breakfast stuff, that, but they didn't open early enough to do breakfast. It's uh-huh. more brunch. But, I mean, starting there, getting some food, some good beer. The atmosphere was really cool. Let's start there. Ecliptic is, yeah. is dope. Yeah. I might still walk up to Stormbreaker uh-huh. after that. Take a walk, see some stuff in Portland. I'm in agreement so far. We're hang out with Stormbreaker, have some beer. Like if you say Great Notion's the closer, we're we're in agreement. Yeah, I'd say Great Uber to Great Notion. I wouldn't say walk. We walked, but 
Well, we watched a great notion from Breakside. Yeah, after a short Uber from... We walked Ex-Nova. a decent amount. We, so we walked from... I'm sorry, we Ubered from Hair of the Dog to Culmination. Yeah, then we walked, we walked from, from there. Col- or for, to Coalition. 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 We walked from Coalition to Culmination. We walked from Culmination to... Ex Novo. Ex Novo. And then we... Then we Ubered from Ex Novo to, to Breakside. And, and then we break walked from Breakside to... to yeah. Great Notion. Yep, skip all that middle stuff. Leave Ex Novo. Ex Novo's good. Like, if someone great. said, hey, I really want to go to Ex Novo. Like, hey, go, go there go. for dinner, too. That Hang was some out. good stuff. Uh, cornbread hush puppies. I would, oh, I would man, say, good. if someone really wanted to go to Ex Novo, leave out Stormbreaker or Ecliptic, depending on what's going to work for you. I would probably go to Ecliptic over Stormbreaker, even though Stormbreaker's yeah. good. Um... Even though, Str- I mean, you could go to either, I guess. I don't know. Stormbreaker doesn't have food. Well, they kind of have. And food. That's kind of a thing. It's it's like, if you're going, that's what I said. I did them second. Like, I mean, if you go to the if you go to the bagel shop and then you're only going to one uh, brewery, I guess you can go Stormbreaker. For, dude, um, the bagel shop had some bagel sandwiches. It was great. Yeah, I had oh. one. Oh, that'd be good. Um. I think we're in agreement that you definitely don't want to do any of this stuff on an empty stomach. So if you're just going out and about, we seem to time, do this food, no yeah. food, food kind of bookends. Yeah. So if you're if you're going out, if you will have breakfast beforehand, then it changes your 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 uh, agenda a little bit, but not by much, but just a little bit, you know. Yeah. I think our beer choices are the same, but we just happened in, in Portland to have, uh, you know, a lot of these places did make food or had had appetizers. You know, we ate so much hummus. That's the most. That's more hummus than I've had in the last ten years combined. Yeah, Just but so what's nice about hummus is it was a good way to keep our stomachs metabolizing beer. Uh huh. It, it was substance, but it wasn't filling. And it wasn't overly filling yeah. for what we were trying to do. This, we kind of did that at Pizza Port in San Diego, where the we got the barbecue chicken pizza, and it was really good, but it was a little bit too filling for what we were trying to do at the time. Yes. So you got to balance that out. Yes. Uh, I mean, we're in agreement. I would... You could definitely throw X Nova in if people really wanted to, but if people asked me what I thought would be best. You could start with Ecliptic, walk up to Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. um, and then Uber over to Great Notion. Like, Great Notion... Okay, so, like, if you had, like, a non-negotiable, like, one brewery you should go to, like, San Diego's Kilowatt, mm-hmm. Portland, it's, it's Great Notion. Like, yeah. go to Great Notion, and they have food. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Go. So, your Sacramento one, you would argue, is track seven. If you're going to go to one brewery in Sacramento, uh-huh. and you haven't been to any breweries. Nope, you just got here. Where are you going? To the other side, by Track 7. I was going to say Track 7 is probably the one that has the most Sacramento vibe to it. With the type of beers. I mean, if we're, by the, it's funny because by the same logic, I would probably say if you're going to go to one brewery, I would even say Urban Roots, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Urban Roots. They is got very food and the, they got a balanced selection and the beer's, yeah. the beer's great, the food's great. The flavor of Sacramento is what we're looking for, right? I think it's Track 7. That's my favorite. Yeah, well, the, the other side by Track 7 has a really killer menu for food. And they have most of the Track 7 beers, maybe all of them. And they make great 
beer. I mean, Track 7 Panic is like Sacramento's IPA. You know, it's like our, our thing. Yeah. So that's, you know, but, uh, okay, bonus round. San Francisco, where do you go? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know that we've been to enough breweries to really know. Let me know when you give up, because I have one. Um, two, actually. We did two. I'm really interested in going to Cellar Maker. Yes, that was my number one. Um, but we, uh, we've we never been, so we can't confirm. Um, I'd be really interested to go to 21st Amendment. That was my number two. Oh, that, there you go. Friends. There you go. We just became yeah. best friends. No, we've been best friends for a long time. Bunk, fre- bunk beds <laughs> would give us so much more room for activities. We um, should have bunk beds, Jordan. Skip bunk beds. Uh, we Let's could. Do this. I would. I get top bunk. It would be like 2 in the morning. Jordan, I can't sleep. Can we do a podcast? Let's do a podcast. We could. <laughs> um, <laughs> have a beer fridge in our bedroom. I, I'm, I'm also, I've never been to Anchor, and I think going to Anchor would be cool. I've heard the tour is pretty awesome. Even though you and I have tried to go, it's a little, kind of a pain in the ass. We're spoiled, though. I mean, Sierra Nevada's tour is just killer tour. It's free. It's free. Anchor's so, you got to pay for. But I've heard the Anchor tour is pretty awesome. That's another podcast episode. Maybe we should hit up three or four tours and compare beer tours and see if they're the same. Well, because Sam um, Adams and Sierra Nevada's beer tour are basically the same. Have you done the Budweiser one? No. I have. We should do the Budweiser one. It's kind of funny because we have uh, in Vegas. Logging in is do tours because that's the other one we should hit then. They, I don't know if they do. Maybe knee deep. Mm-hmm. Need people, if, people love the if, if Lagunitas does tours and need or if Needy does tours and Lagunitas doesn't, Lagunitas needs to get his shit together. True, but here's the thing: you take the tour in uh, Fairfield of the Budweiser plant. Is you get a free beer at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they walk here on the factory and say, "Look, no one works here." And then you get to the end, and you get another free beer, and you go home. The entire plant's automated. <laughs> it's like seven people that run the whole thing. You know. That's disgusting. There's it's, everything they, every beer you buy is like paying their electricity bill and uh-huh. yeah. like going into profit. Yeah, each one of the lines makes like a thousand beers an hour or something like that. You know, like they have like three or four lines That's going. Disgusting. It's pretty nuts, man. The the automation level, but there's like yeah, there's like a handful of people that even work in the whole facility. Yeah, it's huge. It's a huge facility off the side of the freeway. You can see it. Uh, but there's no one there. <laughs> so. Sure. I, so I do think it's interesting, though, that in San Diego, if you're only going to one brewery, mm-hmm. there's questions. Yeah. If you're only going to one brewery in Portland, there aren't that many questions. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, go to Great Ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the San Diego, San Diego articles titled, There Can Only Be One. Uh-huh. But we but, did discuss this at the, the end of the article, that there's conditional um, issues that you have to, if you, if you fall under these different categories. I think which is funny, in Portland, there aren't conditional issues, because... Great Notion has everything. Has yeah, everything, great, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, well, that's kind of if you're only going for beer, it's kilowatt, no question. Like, it's just, it's yeah. not, no, don't even, don't even waste your time going anywhere else. Like... Yeah. I did kilowatt. We'll do. I'll call it the double flight, where it's eight samples, four ounce pours, mm-hmm. and that's as big of a flight as you can do at kilowatt. I did uh, a whole eight ounce flight or eight eight pours in a double flight. I did a whole double flight 
And when I finished, I decided I was just gonna like try to run the table myself. I had 19 boards or 19 beers on draft yeah. to 16 pours and just call it good. Yeah. My, I remember Sarah called me. I was like, "Hey, are you almost done?" I was like, "Well, I was, and then I ordered another double flight." She's like, "Ah, well, we're gonna keep shopping then. Good. I'll see you in a minute." Like, <laughs> no complaints. Yeah. No. Leave me here. This is daddy daycare as far as I'm concerned. Like, I'm. That's one of those places, like you're saying, I, I think they make, you know, between 15 and 19, maybe 20 beers at a time. They do kind of run a spread. It's not like New Glory, where they make like 30 beers. On, they have like this huge, ridiculous board. And that's what I was saying. I, I would hope, I would like to see what Kilowatt could do if they had the production ability, same as New Glory, where they can have 30 beers on tap. What would they well, do? Well, they have two locations. Kilowatt? Yes. Really? Yeah. We've only been in the small one. Oh, shit. Which, I mean, we could go to the other one. I don't even really care if we do, because I like it. Where's the other it. one? But it might be bigger, but they might make the same beer. That's what I'm saying. Like, the production ability. Like, imagine if, you know, they were 50% bigger. They, you know, maybe instead of having, you know, maybe... Two of the S3 Sour Series. Maybe they had all four or five. There's one in Mesa. Oh. Which is also where... Fuck. There's another brewery. Uh, I'm going to guess. Let's see. Uh, let's see if it's memory for the win. Latitude 33 Brewing. Ooh. I think they, there's also in Mesa. Are they Carlsbad? Well, they're in Vista. Vista. Oh. I was close. Well, I do. I did remember as Vista, but that's another great SoCal brewery, man. Latitude Thirty Three makes some good stuff. Yeah, some good shit. Oh, they're good. All right. Well, what haven't we covered at this point for a beer trip? What's missing? I think beer trip's good. I think we're gonna crack this last can. We're gonna taste it. We're going to rank the cans. You know, I think this is a good one to close on, too. This is like Track 7. It's a, it's a Track 7 beer. We're talking about traveling all over the place, but we're going to end this podcast with a home favorite, a hometown. Maybe not a hometown favorite, but one of your favorites, one of my favorites. Track Seven's one of the Sacramento staples. Left you know, eye, right eye, left eye. Oh, the triple IPA. Yeah. My only complaint with Track 7 is I feel like instead of naming it Panic IPA, we should have named it Left Eye IPA. Or they should at least come out with a Left Eye IPA. That would be... I was going to say they might have different hot profiles. Because these are usually a little bit more fruity, aren't they? Left Eye Right is a little bit more... I mean, we can do a Track 7 Brewery less... Spotlight. And if we that do Panic, Panic, Left Eye, Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye. Mm-hmm. That would do like the, the three IPAs that are their staples would be yeah, cool. That would be really cool. Um... If we could find the El Dorado dry hopped at the right eye, that would be incredible. But they don't put the hop varieties on, so it's hard to know. Ah, track seven. Rule number two. Um, the sound effect. We still love them, Mr. Though. Producer. And so, what's my sound effect? What, what, let's. This is why we need like an email or some way of people getting a hold of us. I don't know. You know You're an artist or something. Like, just come up with the sound effect. People want. You the know, people that. Hmm. I'm pointing at your phone. I'm going to point at the recorder. I'm sorry. The, Don't point at my phone, people. The girls, I was going to say dumb girls, but I'm be nice. The girls yeah. that give you feedback, 
They're like, we wish you had more production value, or shut up and drink your beer. Well, that's also the guys. Um, that's everyone. All right, the dumb girls. And uh, you heard me. I want more production value. I mean, we got to come up with a sound effect when there aren't ingredients on the can. It's rule number two. Oh, so, you know, I'm a guitar I'm, player. And or I at have... least. It's rule number something. I haven't come up with rule rules yet. Rule number two. But... That sounds like you keep saying rule number two. Let's keep it at that. What's rule number one? Is it plead the pint? Uh, that's a growly gang rule. Um, we can pu- we can pull that because there's two growly gang members here. True, that's legal. The two but... founding members of growly yes. gang. So rule number one. <laughs> it's almost like we have a sickness or something. What's rule number one? Maybe we don't have a rule number one. Who's have rule number two? Rule number yeah. one is don't talk about beer buddies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's a podcast. Yeah, rule number one is subscribe. If you listen, subscribe. All right, don't be a douche. Uh, that's a good rule number one. I like. Fuck that up. No, that's fine. You'd be selfish. No. I no. got, you know, like, you know, you gotta be responsible. You can't be... I, I wouldn't mind either. Left eye, right eye, left eye, what's the ABV? Nine? Is it a triple? Okay, it's a triple. I want you to guess. 8.7. That final answer? 7.5. Oh, is that your final answer? Yes. I'm gonna stop guessing. <laughs> 11. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dirt! Alright! Um, but uh, yeah, I think this is a good anchor. Sorry, this I almost was rude again. Huh? I was almost drank it. Oh, Cheers. you smell it. It's okay to smell it, Jordan, as long as you don't put it in your mouth. Hmm. If she's smelling <laughs> it, she better put that's, it in her mouth. That's rule number six. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if they smell it, they better. Guys, too. I'm, I'm, we're both on board with this. Dudes need to be eaten. We, we're mm-hmm. clear. Yep. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Cheers. Do you got drink? Cheers. Or what? It's bad luck. Maybe that's rule number one. I think subscribe. Maybe that's rule number three. <laughs> Cheers. It's bad luck. Number three. <laughs> rule number two is put the ingredients <laughs> on the can. <laughs> rule number three is drink after cheers or it's bad luck. Mm-hmm. So this definitely. That's what I was saying. This is probably different from Panic. This has more of a fruity profile. Panic is like. It's California. It's West Coast. It's a West Coast Tell IPA. Tell me the tasting notes for Panic. Uh, grapefruit. That's it. Very strong citrus. That's it. It's got a medium. It's got a little bit of a body to it. The malt. It's grapefruit. It's balanced. It's like a 40-60 split between the malt and the, the hop uh, you know, aggressiveness, if you want to rate that beer. It's a little more hop-heavy because the West Coast filtered. It's a little bit bitter. It's a little dry. But it is very, it's got a little bit of a pine bite, and it's mostly grapefruit. So let's... We started this with the... Uh, the uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Whereas, go ahead. I was gonna say left eye, right eye, or left eye, right eye, left eye. You don't get very much grapefruit at all. Different fruit. Hmm. We should really try all the all three of those beers in one flight. And yeah. Confirm that. And I want to try. I want to find the Eldorado dry hopped left eye, right eye again, man. It's been too long. I think you know these brewery oh. spotlight episodes we're doing, which we're gonna probably try to do an Urban Roots episode next week. Oh yeah. Well, next week for you guys is arbitrary. We have no idea when it's actually going to be released. Sure. <laughs> we will be there next week. <laughs> I mean, we should probably do a New Year's episode and then record yeah. a brewery spotlight, and you'll just yeah. release this content as it goes. Yeah. Because if you release an ep- if the last episode you release is in February, then we have, you know, I might be back in March, and then yeah. we didn't lose out a ton when we get to May. So we got some stuff on deck, but we're talking in the past, whereas those things on deck will be already released by the time this comes out. That's true. So. 
Um, We're time travelers, guys. But the brewery spotlight thing, I mean, I really have made an effort, or at least tried to be conscientious about picking breweries that people probably haven't heard of. Well, I mean, track seven track and seven would be so awesome. Oh, I mean, I, yes, yes, I'm, I'm so, the game. We could do three track seven crawlers anytime you want to just kill three yeah. pints of track seven. I'm here for it. So I already did an article on my website too about New Glory. You helped me with that with the camera lenses mm-hmm. and the three beers. So it would be fair to do a track seven, but we could also do the big stump. We could also do like New Helvetia. Well, I mean, or... we've only done. I guess two brewery spotlights at this point. Yeah. You know, there's 80 mm-hmm. something breweries we could do at least. Yeah. We could do Porch Light. We could do Device. We could do, like. We could do Moonraker. Oh, it's a hazy. Oh, look, another hazy. Oh, look. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're good hazies. They taste a little different. We're not doing good. a needy brewery spotlight. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. Uh, no, we're not doing it. Because I don't like hating on breweries as much as I might hate on breweries. And I'm, like,. Hmm. If you go to New Glory and they got 30-something beers on draft, if they have 32 beers on draft, 29 of them are IPAs, and I'm over it. And that's the last uh. three times I've been. That's not just one time. And those times have been spaced out every couple months, and I'm over it. You know what would be really good? Something about the hills and IPAs, and I'm fucking over it. No, that wouldn't be good. That'd be bad. What would be really good is if we went to uh, Stockton. And did a spotlight on high water. Oh. I'm game. Yeah. But part of the, you know, since episode we've done two, uh, you know, we we both have to go. And mm-hmm. do flights at the brewery. Uh-huh. And then pick three crowlers. Yeah, they're not very far. They're like half an hour from there. That's fine. Yeah. No, we could go. I'm just saying. We both have to go. Uh-huh. Got to draft flights. So we each try, you know, yep. depending on the size of the flight, at least six, but as much as 12 maybe. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we did for field work. We tried 12 beers, picked yep. three. Field work got an A. That's great. Solid A. There are so many Sacramento breweries that we just... That's the problem is there's so many, but... We could turn this podcast into just the brewery, the brewery Spotlight podcast. If we did one a week, we it would take us you know, uh, three almost. or four months to get out of Sacramento. Well, I mean, yeah. out of Sacramento, but in the greater Sacramento area... We if we did one a week, mm-hmm. we'd be pushing almost, almost two years of podcast. Because there's push, they're pushing a hundred breweries in Sacramento, the Greater Sacramento. Area. Oh, I was okay. So I got confused. I'm sorry. I can do math. Yes, that would be at least two years worth of. Well, um, I think we're. I don't think we're over. I don't think we've cracked triple digits yet. I think we're like eighty or ninety at this point. Yeah, but we'd we'll be pushing be, two years, and that's yeah. not even like the other topics we've. Yeah, that's the craziest. This is how, okay, so this is the, the thing that Jordan and I really like, is the creativity, uh, the abundance, uh, it's definitely an art form, we both appreciate that, however, there are also a lot of places that just put beer out to put beer out because people are sheeple and they will buy it and put it in their mouths, and beer is very, very cost effective, I think it's, you go pay five or six bucks for a pint, it costs them 50 cents to make it. Mm-hmm. To be clear, so, though, High Water isn't Sacramento area. Stockton's no, outside Stockton, of that. yeah. But so, like, there are more breweries. We could do two or uh-huh. three years of even, you know, San Francisco's super close. That adds another two, two to three years at yeah. least of just like, like 120 in Sac- or San Francisco. Yeah. So there's so many things we could do Man. just with this brewery spotlight thing. 
But yeah, my, my point is there's a lot of good ones, but there's a lot of ones that we can skip over. <laughs> so, if we don't want to spend two years in Sacramento. You're going to be thorough, though. You know, I'm just saying. Could be. Well, I think field work's not a everyone, good one. You know, not everyone gets an A. You know? No. No, you know, there's C's we, get degrees. C's get degrees, yeah. or maybe you got some D's and F's. Maybe you're failing. Well, I want to include New Hovesia at some point because we do like them. The banana, the banana Imperial yeah. F got my attention. Yeah. Buffalo Lager is a good one. And when we went, we did have a good time. We've just only been once. They're just yep. not putting out beer at the same volume as the rest of the breweries. Ooh, you know, would be a good one. Hmm. Fort Rock. If we went in the fall for Fort Rocktoberfest, when they make their fest beer, their Marzen. Some of their late summer IPAs. That'd be a good time to go. Yeah. You yeah, like Fort really Rock good. more than I do. But. I also live kind of close to them. I do nice. respect Fort Rock. Oh, yeah. They're, uh. When Fort Rock puts out a new can, I'm a smart mark. I dude, see a new uh, can. They get my attention. Hey, so our last episode. Or not. Okay, so this is like two or three episodes later. But we had the Growler Gang episode of the podcast. And for that meeting, Miles brought the Fort Rock uh, Lemon Sour. What did you think about that? It was good. It was really good. It was good. What do you think about their locker? It was good. It's good. They're, I mean, uh, we, we had um, a Hopgoblin. My prediction would be? They would be B plus. They would be anywhere from 85 to 88. Yeah. Would be my prediction. Yep. So we're in agreement. That's not much better than the three mile, though. I would, would you, which one would you say was better, though? Fort Rock, I'd probably get Fort Rock like an 87, 88. Yeah. But Fort Rock is the edge because they're closer for us. And if Three Mile was closer, Three Mile would get the edge. Because Fort Rock isn't that much better. And if we lived in Davis and we were going to drive out to this area, we wouldn't drive out just for Fort Rock. No. No, we wouldn't. But if we also did an Out of Bounds for Spotlight, Out of Bounds would probably get like a 75. Yeah, they stepped their game up a bit lately. But I know they would probably like six months ago they probably would have gotten like a D. Yeah, because I'm irritated with them. <laughs> yeah, they they've gotten better. They've gotten a lot better, definitely. Unpopular opinion: Out of Bounds takes advantage of the sheeple more than any other brewery oh, in Sacramento. Oh man, they especially the restaurant in Folsom. Oh, dude. Yep. I was at a graduation party where I was talking about how I really like breweries. It was like, yeah, this new brewery came out in um, Folsom. Was that the one that I brought the yes. the bad uh, IPA? Uh, yeah, um, it was a bad IPA, Jordan. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> For a girl I don't really like. And, uh... <sighs> Anyways, this guy was like... <laughs> a little tense in here? I just, I'm trying to not be, I mean, I can't be the guy that makes the sandwich joke about Captain Marvel and then talks crap about a female. Um, anyways, without getting into what's happened in my personal life, wasn't my fault, just throwing it out there, um, at this graduation party and this dude's like, yeah, new, Brown Folsom. It's like, well, do you mean Fort Rock? Do you mean Red Bus? What do you, what's, what's new to you? Oh, both, I mean. He's like, no, man, bus, there's, man, it has this restaurant. I was like, oh, it's out of bounds. It's not even new. They have the location out in Rockland. He's <laughs> like, oh, man, I don't really care. It just looks like a fun place to hang out. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. But you're like, we're going to talk about breweries. And you're like, oh, I actually don't care. It just has food and beer. Like, so does everywhere else. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we make our own. And we got overly priced food. 
I just looked it up. Let me let me pull it up again. Hold on. You're gonna like this brewery spotlight. <laughs> We're like coming up with ideas. What if we did a spotlight for palm tree brewing? No. <laughs> I mean, we could. I've heard they've gotten better, Jordan. All right, they've moved locations. So you know. We could. You won't well, make it through three. And this is the funny thing. It's like, because uh, I, you know, going down that weird rabbit hole that I go down, that Logan gives mm-hmm. me a hard time for. Like, I asked, I was talking about, you know, in my own head, like, well, some of these brewery spotlights, it's probably unlikely that anyone will get anything less than a C because breweries that we know, at least, that put up less than a C, are we going to be able to drink through three crawlers in an episode of a shitty brewery? Can you think, like, Ugh. we did? We both did flights at Palm Tree, and there was one beer you thought we could take home. Mm-hmm. And we drafted the board that night. But that was when they first opened. They have a new location. I've heard they've improved their technique. Uh, more people like them. All right, we could so try. We could that, try. Or we could try. That might be the one of the better episodes because I'm like ready to be like, "Fuck you guys! You get yeah. a 52." Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd give us the transparency that we need. We we get street credit at least. But we also might be pleasantly surprised, and they might make a really good product now because last time we were there, it wasn't that great. That's how I feel about the Moxa episodes. Like I feel like I need yeah. to eat some crow because last time I went to Moxa, I had a really great time, or like a really great time. The other one I was going to say is, what if we did a Red Bus? I'm game. Red Bus has been doing some really good stuff. We, yeah. Neither one of us have ever complained about Red Bus. We've only had a few beers by them. We've never all even been. Really We've good. never even been. Their cans have been incredible, though. Neither one of us. Yeah. Different. Interesting. Yeah. You know, very good. So, let's... We're going to do two things. We're going to... I haven't come up with a name for this, but we're going to talk about the drinking order. We'll, like, edit the flight, I guess. Hmm. Um, and then we'll rank the cans. Okay. Rank the cans. Need the sound effect, people. Email Chris. So I'll just... I'm, I was getting into this earlier. I am uh, a guitar player. I have amps and guitars in my room. And I will record guitar songs or sound effects. And that's how it's going to be. No. No. Nope. You don't want just you playing <laughs> guitar. You don't want to listen to play... How about you guys... I need some feedback for the episode we did where we did the... Um, in the car, in the store, drinking the flight. Guitars interlude music, I mm-hmm. approve. Yeah, interlude, but not for sound effects. Not all of them. What if I did like electric guitar and it's like, and then it's like in between? I reserve the right to change my mind, so you can try to win me over, but I also reserve the right to hate it. Jordan, the drummer, says guitar sucks, change his mind. That's not what I said. That's what he said. All right, so <laughs> we drank them in the order of the order of separate. We hit, okay, never mind. I was going to say, if you wanted to do a sound effect, you had to give, like, the... No, you right. edited it. Here's the sound... Here's the order. Boom. Sound effect. So, all right, now we're going to edit the flight. Sound effect. <laughs> Problem is, he's not going to edit the shit, and then you're just going to hear me no, saying sound effect. I'm going to save this Jordan saying sound effect as the transition music. Uh, the, all right, guys, time to rank the flight. Sound effect. All right, what you... <laughs> So we started with the Subwork Sour, then we did the Moonraker Crushable Series. Oh, so we have to be specific. Subwork's the pink 
guava and papaya, or, a, or is it passion, passion fruit? fruit? Pink guava and passion fruit, sour beer, whatever. Yes. They have a series. The Crushable series from Moonraker. Strata. The Strata. Strata Crush. Then we did the uh, Abnormal uh, Holiday-themed Pine Bomb. And then we drank the Eldorado, the Single Hop Eldorado IPA from Alvarado Street. And then we drank Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye. Two of these beers are series beers. Two of these beers are um, seasonal beers, I guess. Well, Alvarado Street's more of just like a, a single batch thing. Yeah. Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye is a staple that comes back it's on like the market. It's a recurring. A recurring thing. It's yeah. not always available, but it, they do make it. It's one of their... To find recipes, so they make you know a couple times. Would a year. you change our flight? Yes. Okay. Now, what would you change? <clears throat> so, here's how I would do this. And uh, so we're gonna leave the sour at the beginning. Okay. The Funhouse sour. Agreed. Okay, we're gonna. You're going to fight me on this, but I think this is the right way to drink these. All right? You got to listen to it. Just hear me out. I hate when you say that. You didn't want to do the two single hot beers next to each other, but I think that's the way to do it in this, this order here. If we do the Funhouse, the Sour, mm -hmm. initially, move on to the All Dorado, uh, move into Strata Crush, Pine Bomb, and then Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye. Just on like a flavor or like a palate intensity thing here. Even though Strata Crush is a pale ale. Actually, here's this is, sorry, this is what I meant. Strata Crush is a pale ale. So we're going from really sour, but then you go into the pale ale, the single hop, single IPA, and then you have a piney single IPA that gets you ready for left eye, right eye, left eye, which is a kind of West Coast triple IPA. It's not as piney, but it's a little so more So you fruity. say... Yeah. Sub work, the fun house. Uh-huh. Then start a crush. Yep. Then Alvarado. Yep. And then the Pine Bomb. Pine Bomb. Then left eye, right eye, left eye. Yep. And you definitely have to have a sound effect here, because this is the first fucking time in podcast history we've agreed on this kind of idea. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um I can put drums in there if you want to. I don't Boom. need whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Drums never get the love they need. When you put Star Crush and Alderado together, uh -huh. when you put Star Crush in front of it, I was like, no, fuck you, it needs to be the other way. Because the Alderado is. Never mind. It's a little more bitter. Um, it's a little more intense in your palate. Sure, that's the yep. more. For this segment, that's the better way of talking about it. I was just going to switch it. Because as much as I did want to break up the. You know, I thought they'd be single malt, single hop beers. We've had a hard time making it through multiples in a row, which is why I wanted to break it up. But now, having had both of these, they were just single hop beers that appear to have a different malt profile. Yeah. And if you were to have a flight of these beers, excuse me, the Sudwork is a very natural starting point because the other four are IPAs. Boom, left eye, right eye, left eye. It's a very natural ending point because it's the heaviest of the four IPAs. Yeah. I like having the Pine Bomb as the transition because now you're a single West Coast into a triple West Coast. I, I agree that yeah. Pine Bomb is a very natural transition both in flavor profile 
and IPA construction. If we drank them from Al Dorado to Pine Bomb, that might be a very difficult transition. But you're sacrificing one transition to save three others. But I also think that Strata Crush <clears throat> is much more drinkable in like the crushable way because it's the crushable series. For uh-huh. As much as I would prefer Al Dorado. I do think that if you had to kill, let's say you had to kill four pints of a beer, I don't mm-hmm. know that I want to kill four pints of Alderado. But I no. could probably kill four pints of Strata Crush. Because Definitely. the beer doesn't leave as much of an impression. Oh, it went down easy. Yeah. All right, so... <clears throat> but at the same time, I can kill four pints of leftover. The only thing that would change then was that we would switch Pine Bomb and Alderado. So we did pretty well. Yeah. And that's kind of the order we drank them in, isn't it? It's mostly so like we drank them in this order yeah. from the Sudwork to the Strata Crush to Pine Bomb to Alderado to Left Eye Right Eye, uh-huh. and we would just flip Alderado and Pine Bomb for the sake of our flight. Yeah, three and four. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good job. Now you need a sound effect here. Boom. I swear. If it's just you making stupid sound effects, or it's just me making sound effects, I'll be really mad. That counts. I'll be really, really <laughs> mad. Um, uh. Maybe once it'll be funny. Maybe twice. But by the third time, I'll be really irritated listening to this episode. And Is that how we get so many plays? That's not how we get so many plays. <laughs> we'll get more plays if we have production value, Mr. Ooh. Editor. Yeah, well, I, I, you just you talk and drink beer. I have to talk and drink beer and play guitar and edit stuff and produce, put it on the website. Whatever. Whatever. This is your uh, idea. I'm sorry you have to do more work for something you want. Hashtag girlfriend. I just want to be appreciated, um, Jordan. You are. <laughs> you didn't even want to record tonight. I was the reason we're recording because you didn't know what you wanted. And you're like, no, I don't even want to. I'm like, no, so I think it makes surprised? you happy. Let's... And you're like, you're right. It does make me happy. And guess what? I want food, too. So yeah, whatever. Go. Order it in. <laughs> Fucking order your food. Oh. As much as I might be a, a male unicorn, I'm not a male superhero. I still want flowers. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to show up with flowers for a, for one of these podcasts. <laughs> to grab the game is it for Chris. What the fuck, guys? What's going on? No. Like, I'm going to walk out of the room because I have to pee and then walk back in the room with flowers. Oh. Um... I'll blush. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I know how to make men. Men and women blush. It's actually my superpower. All right. Hey, hey Mom. Now, she knows. <laughs> She's seen. She watched me do it. She scolded me in the car for making dudes blush. I can't help it. Um. All right. Back to business. <laughs> Whatever. And now I want you to rank the cans. Uh, I was kind of bummed that Strata was a pale ale. It's kind of gay. Sorry. It was really good. Sorry, but I wish it was kind of lame. Gay. I shouldn't be. In Oklahoma, I can be homophobic. In California, I can't be. I'm sorry. I, I, I wanted a little bit more from it. Correct. Yeah, that would have had a lot of potential. Uh, it just didn't deliver. It was good, but it could have been much better. Uh, the same for the uh, Alderado. You're gonna, you're gonna rank them from right to left for me, by the way. I am. I'm just talking. Oh, you about wanted the more from the Alvarado. I wanted uh, a little bit less of the herbal. I think adding the hash took away from some of the hot profile that we're uh, looking for, in a negative way. Which I mean, a lot of people would like it. 
But okay. for what we were looking for, I think it impacted it negatively. So rank them for me. What's number five? Oh, I'm going to put the Alderado at number five. Number five? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, keep going. The Sour will be number three. Strato's number four. I like left eye, right eye, left eye. And uh, Pine Bomb was just behind it. So, there you go. Okay. Hey. What do you... What, what's your... What? Okay, so this is obviously the wrong order. Jordan's upset. So what What would you do? This Alderado's good. Yeah, but in the... the it's good. No, it's good. In the company that it's in... No, it's, no it? it's good. So where are you going to move it to? I'm going to move it to third. Third? Almost, this Strata's terrible. Considering the company. Moonraker can get fucking catch his hands. Oh, yeah. This fun, fun house is mediocre. Yeah? Alderado's good. Okay. Pine Bomb is way better, surprisingly. Like, if I read both of these cans, like, the abnormal Pine Bomb is fun, and it has this, like, trendy thing going for it, and they're considerate, so it's kind of cute. Mm -hmm. You know, it has this kind of cute thing, and you taste it, like, oh, shoot, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I get that. But Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye is... The best. So we agree. I think, like, Head and Shoulders, the best beer. And we also agree that the Abnormal Pine Bond is, is second. number two. It's number two. Alderaan okay. is better than this other garbage. It's not close. So... This is what we, like... This is what we wanted it to be. I just don't think... I think we had... If another brewery were to listen to this episode, I would challenge another brewery to make it Again. Without hash. Please, just, just to do a smash with Eldorado. Sure. That's fine. But I think this is what we asked for. I think it tastes different than what we wanted it to taste like. It's, well, it's Eldorado and hash. I think the hash took away from it negatively. But I do think that... I'm not going to lie. If I was going to drink through these cans again... Or at least these bottom three. Mm-hmm. Someone has an ice chest full of beer. It's like yeah. Alderado, Funhouse, or Strata Crush. I'm grabbing this out of the, the cooler first. Yeah? Yeah. And I'm grabbing this again before I grab those other two. Interesting. Yep. But, <clears throat> plug for Track 7. Track 7 fanboy even have the hat. The fact that there are four trendy releases, two series releases, and one seasonal release, and one limited release, uh-huh. and that a Track 7 staple, or at the very least, a seasonal release mm-hmm. from Track 7, at the very least, I think it's more than that. You see Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye, more than a seasonal release. I'll, guess, I'll call it a rotational release. It's rotational. Yep. Yep. A rotational staple, even, if you will. By track seven is better than these four quote trendy releases. And this I'll is why track guys... seven is my favorite because for casual beer goers, there are always beers you've had before that you know you'll like. There are always, yep, always. I mean that always. There are always staples on the track seven beer board that I don't get because I've had them lots of times. And there are rotational releases. 
always rotational releases. So like you might see Burnt Fog, you might mm -hmm. see Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye, you might see <clears throat> Daylight Amber, Jazz you Man. might. Which one? Or Soul Man Stout. Soul Man Stout. Yep. Or Blood Transfusion. Oh, Blood Transfusion. You know, like, good. see? See? And you'll still see experimental releases. Uh -huh. That is why, from a volume standpoint of can releases, New Glory does output, you know, have a bigger output. But from, like, a, if you're going to go to a brewery and you're a casual beer goer, or a moderate beer goer, or you're obsessed like us, everyone has a good time at Track 7 if you're looking for beer. And they have a food truck, so even if you kind of like beer, mm -hmm. and you want to have some food too. Oh, yeah. No one has a bad time at Track 7, ever. Yeah. And all levels of beer goer have a good time. And this, the only yeah. brewery in Sacramento you can say that about. True. And their owner's well, kind of a douchebag, so it makes yeah. me mad. Well, it can't be perfect. They can't be perfect. Rule number 12 so, or something. I or... was going to mention, all I was going to say is that you guys at home or in your car, wherever the hell you are, can't see that there is a gap between left eye, right eye, left eye, and pine bomb. There's one can gap, two can well, gap. Well, you had them right behind. <clears throat> I did put the gap. Well, we just, we just put the order together. You just asked me to put the order together. I think there is a large difference between the quality of left eye, right eye, left eye. And Pine Bomb. Not saying Pine Bomb's a bad beer. It's a really good beer. I normally don't like piney, sappy, West Coast beers. It was good. And we've done really well the last couple times we've put these kinds of things together. Where, like, we've been we've been doing, a, like, a pretty good job of putting beer together. Yeah. Of, like, these flights are pretty good. Like, Start a Crush. I mean, it was a good gamble. It's still good. It just, it's still we good. We wanted more from it, you know? Like, what, what would you grade it as? Like, if you had to do 0 to 100, uh, what would you grade it as? <laughs> Third segment, grade the flight. No, fuck that. It's done. So, so I would like, put can you put like a buzzer like a, sound like, like you have a student who's got to put together a presentation. Mm -hmm. The student has got a hundred percent on mm -hmm. every assignment mm -hmm. and gets a B minus on the presentation. Like, I agree that they got like an eighty or an eighty-one, but yeah. Moonraker is not the student that gets an A on everything. Moonraker no, is a student that gets an A and they get a B plus. They get an A and they get a C plus and they get A A. But they get B. an A on the tests and a zero on the homework. Right? Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. And then they get a B minus on the final. And you're like, uh -huh. I guess I'll give you an A for the semester. Like, I know you know what you're doing. Grade the sub work. That was the either the best or the second best out of the four that I've had. And I think this Funhouse series is really cool. I would give it a comparable, like, 80-81. Probably because they're ahead, probably like an 82 Oh, you're saying compared to this flight, but I'm saying like it's, I was just talking about in context with the other Funhouse ones uh -huh. that I've had. This is one of the better ones, and I, yeah, I would still say it's it's mid range. It's definitely if you had a selection of sours, it would be mid to high ranking in like your average Sacramento sour selection. Like yeah, for an yeah. average sour, I'd probably give yeah. this like an 84 in the context of the yeah. flight, going like 82. Yeah. What the Alder? I mean Alder. We're in disagreement. So the Alderado for you then is like a 79, 78. It's like, and for me, this is like an 84. I wish they would have done it without the hash. That's my only complaint, man. I think it just takes away from what they're trying That's to fine. do. And, but, but at the same time, I think what they were trying to do is appeal to people that really like the dank flavor, the herbalness. But you I think and that's I, what the hop tastes like now. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that's, that's what the hop tastes like. But you can't because it has 
Eldoro hops and hash. Now, I'm also so, convinced that if you just dry hopped the shit out of something with Eldorado, it would taste a lot like melon. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced boil Eldorado tastes like that. That's what I'm convinced. I'm waiting for a brewery need, to prove me wrong. We I'm need willing a to little bit more. Yeah. I know this abnormal beer. I'm not convinced on the the Eldorado yet. I know, I know. Yeah. Abnormal though. Oh, pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. I'd give Definitely. it like an 87. Yeah. So that that's what I was getting at. Is I don't really don't like these beers that just taste like you're biting into a pine tree. It's not my thing. Uh, I do like how this had a little bit more of a malt balance with it than yeah. I was expecting. Was I think really... they do it gracefully and organically. Yeah, it was very classy. Very classy. De classe. <laughs> uh, very drinkable for a very for a piney West Coast. I would say it's one of the more drinkable piney West Coast. I, I would argue that um, if you added a, some sort of fruit profile to this, like this, this would be the pine cousin or the, the herbal pine cousin to uh, Track 7 Panic, where Panic is the fruitier one. If you're talking about West Coast IPAs, you know, the Track 7 Panic is the grapefruit orange. That's the, the pine tree. Okay. Now, left eye, right eye, left eye. How would you grade that? Oh, it's just an A+. Plus. You can't even give it A+, plus nowadays, but it'd get A+. Plus. For a triple IPA... That tastes this way. That was For a triple, drinkable. I'm going to give it a 98. Oh. Dude, it was drinkable. In the context of the spite, I guess so they drinkable. give it like a 93 or something. Just in the context oh. of the spite. But like, like it's like a 98. Like, it's so good. It's a triple. And we At 11%. Like, and we sipped it like it was just delicious. It, it's different you sip fruit. it almost the way you sip Panic. Yeah. It's a different fruit proof. Sorry, this is, the beer's kicking in. It's 11%. But <laughs> it's, sure. a, it's a different fruit profile because I'm... Convinced they use different hops and left that right, left that. Which um, some people would say that's obvious. Some people wouldn't have any idea what we're talking about. I think they're two different styles of IPA. I would argue that maybe left that right, left that is more of an American IPA, and it has maybe more mosaic in it, uh, a little more tropical fruit instead of the citrus. Similar uh, bitterness, similar malt profile, uh, similar color, a little bit darker maybe in color, but. As cool as it would be to also try Panic, Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye, in a mm-hmm. flight, it would be cool if we could find a way to try different iterations of Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye. Yeah. In a flight together, too. If they made them. So, I know they do different iterations of Left Eye, Right Eye. This is the only one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Left Eye, Right Eye, Left Eye, they don't do yeah, iterations. It's just though. a triple. I think it's, it's, a, it's not a triple West. I think it's a triple American. That would be my argument. And we would have to talk to the really? brewer to ask. Yeah. Hmm. Less of that piney citrus. A I, bit more. I, would, I would lean towards West Coast. Yeah, you think it's still West I Coast? I think so. Okay. We would have to go talk to the brewer. Yeah. I just think it's less of that bitter pine sap than what you'd expect from a West Coast triple. Like uh, Hop Shortage from Knee Deep. Or, um, I hate to say Knee Deep again, but Simtra. Or... Fuck Knee Deep. I'm on the yeah. record. That pissed me <laughs> off. They, they had so off. much potential. And they just don't... Just kind of. They burn. were at one point. They were like the deal. Yeah. And you and I game. went there a couple times, didn't we? And they were like the business yeah. for a minute. And then they, yeah. they, they're they not. I don't know what happened to them, but... They're not. Yeah. Oh, 
All right. Well, what else do we have to cover? I think that's it. That's it. Uh, we still got more content coming out from you guys. You know, I've been in town for a couple weeks. Chris and I are really trying to crank out these episodes. I don't know yeah. when they're going to be released. We're trying to space them out a little bit. So when I come back, <clears throat> we don't want to be too nice to you guys. You know, make you. Well, not just that. Like, I just, I felt bad that there was such a huge gap in content uh, while I'm out of the state. Yeah. But you know, we do have more content. We're trying to crank out while I'm in town so we can release stuff and give our listeners something to um, sort of chew on while I'm out of the state. But, um, yeah, tonight was a good flight. Um, if you ever have questions on a beer trip, hit us up. We're always game to talk beer and help you out as far as booking those. And, yeah, I guess... Cheers and have a good night. Yeah, good night, guys.